Everybody was conflict fighting. Their dick was fast as lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So we had a little opener there. Um, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. How to start. I wasn't sure when I started. There was a little pause. Yeah. Because I didn't know if I was going to do gonna... the. I was going to start with the. Because he does that at the beginning yeah, of does. the song, and I was like, "Does he do two or four? And I couldn't remember. I think it's. I think it's two. Whoa. Then it go. Then the next one it goes slightly up. Whoa. Yeah, and then it, then I think it comes. Everybody out. was conflict fighting. Yeah, yeah. Nee, 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 that nee. dick was fast as lightning. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> instead of instead of it's like uh. <laughs> got him. So we've got a lot of newness listeners over the last couple of months. They, yeah. They've never. They, boy, unless they listen back, they've never heard the cold. Open the cold open, cold open. Yeah, so you are listening to this guy, sick, and today we are officially handing out our game and the game of the year award and criticizing everyone else's choice for game of the year for being wrong, for being wrong. (laughs) Agreed. So, for some wrong speak, listen, if Twitch are going to ban the word simp because it's wrong, wrong speak. Then we just need to create a new word for simp. Well, they literally just made up a new word with wrong speak. I've never heard that before I've in never my heard life. Wrong, speak, wrong speak. What you are doing is committing wrong speak and wrong think. What? The and it's like it's like a known out, thing. Okay. Yeah? Thought crime and all that shit, right? I know thought crime. Yeah, so, hmm. and they've got they've got all these ways about them. Right. But yeah, no. So incel, simp, and cuck are now banned and virgin, by virgin. Twitch and, and virgin, virgin and which virgin. is ridiculous. If you say right? it as an insult, it gets you banned, which is. But, Stupid as fuck. So, so that's all based on tone of voice, then. Yeah. Well, Sake. but then no, because it's even in the comments, it's going to be banned. Yeah, but how are you supposed to assume if that's an insult? You just whatever word you use around it. Oh my god, that's an insult. Is it an so insult? I put out a tweet today saying, uh, you know, the uh, press F to pl- pay respects. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah, changed yeah. it to press S to call a simp. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a couple of a couple of people have already commented under it, just going S S S because that and and I tweeted it at Twitch. I was going, this is how fundamentally stupid it is to ban and restrict speech on your platform because a new word will be invented. So was it press yep. V for virgin? Yeah, press V for fucking virgin. Press the, I for insult. Or what they'll do is they'll choose a new word and it's going to be like a common word that they can't get rid of. Fucking like the new you program, know? Microsoft Incel. You know what I like? Incel Pre- inside. You know what I like? Press T for twat. Yeah. That's how I fucking feel about it. Yeah. But people just think they cannot ban the, word, the letter S. <laughs> they just can't, right? Well, no. It's, it's a ridiculous thing to do. I don't know if you guys saw, we'll give a shout out. This is Lost John McMahon. He's been on the here quite a few times over the year. Um, and he, he's he's a member of the crew. He's yeah. just in a different country to us. He's making some quality videos on YouTube. Some quality fucking is. videos on YouTube. They are fucking and, funny. And one day, I'd like to do a live episode with him. We'll try and figure that out. If we can, figure that out. Well, yeah. tell him to take the fucking day off and then he can join us when we're meant to start. No, no, I mean like in person. Oh, maybe not just yet. Not That'd just yet, but good. eventually that's the plan. We'll fuck off. This guy's sick, do America. But he did a video about the simp, banning simp. And it, it, the, the, the fallacy in them doing it, like every single time a, a word is banned, a new one is created. This is why words like simp and cuck exist. Because people had to create a word to call someone something that made simp. Simp. Where does it, where's the origin of the word simp? Simpleton? What is the, what's the origin? If I'm actually honest, I actually had to look up the meaning for it last night because I'd never actually understood what where what it what 
define someone as a sim. I'm a bit out, a bit out of touch with these uh, these internet well, these, a, it, this, this new, internet slang words. These newfangled memes. Yeah, these these, <laughs> them, these new words that people keep coming up with, like. It, it, it's just a word that means a guy who fucking does anything for women yeah. regardless the Which, guy who like a woman falls over in the street and he's the first cunt here let me take my jacket off that's it, a simp in right? fairness I think that I think that's pretty much everybody at some point in their life I've definitely I've definitely fucking yes, been a simp at some point but when then I was there's, younger there's a dude who would do it over and over and over and over and over chivalry yeah. into a point that it's creepy yeah being a gent is all yeah. good and well but being it's, a fucking I, overly needy gent I, I makes you a one simp. nice thing for you pay attention to me kind yeah. of thing wow. who let the cocks out who let the cocks out who 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 fuck's sake <laughs> Jesus Christ who let the cocks out well their wife's boyfriend obviously true, true. Um, oh, so yeah. yeah so Twitter banned the word simp um, and, and I just wanted to bring that up quickly it says before we actually give awards out, mm. there's been a lot of gaming news this past week. Cyberpunk getting booted off the PS Store. Oh, amazing. I mean, it's a fucking unheard of thing. And the weird thing is, I was sitting there thinking about that. Cyberpunk's been booted because of how bad it is. Anthem was unplayable when it first started. Servers wouldn't work. You'd load into it and find no one to play with. The, the game would crash. The game bricked people's fucking PlayStations where they, they fucking killed the machine. And, and, they, still really? and they still left Anthem up. They never took Anthem down. Yeah, but there wasn't as much hype behind Anthem as there is about there Cyberpunk. Wasn't. Literally, Cyberpunk's been built up for like eight years of literally waiting for this game and they <laughs> literally launch it after... A what? year of delays. Yeah, I was going to say, a year of delays. What the hell was that game like a year ago? Oh, it must When it was supposed shit. to be relieved. They literally built it for next gen. Hmm. It was never meant to be a PS4, Xbox One game. It was meant they, to be. I reckon they built it for PC. They literally the first Witcher was only on PC. That's the first Witcher game I played was Witcher Two, yeah. and I quite liked it, but it was nowhere near what they did with, with Witcher Three. Three. Witcher Three was like a completely new engine and game. Um, well, it just p- looked a lot better because I've seen like some of the uh, the fight sequences, like the fight fight the combat system in. Uh, in the other witches, and it's just it reminds me of um, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, we are just kind of like attacking, but not actually hitting anything. But still, the the hit points are coming. Or like up. when you play fucking Morrowind, and then you put it in the third person view, and they just look shit when they hit each other. Even even, even Skyrim, Skyrim. Skyrim looks even like that. Skyrim. But Skyrim, Skyrim, at least they do like twists and turns and shit when you hit them. Like sometimes uh, they do a backhand, uh, or something, you know, when they do it. Yeah. Whereas, with, whereas with Oblivion and Morrowind, it's literally like just fucking throwing uh, like that's kids playing that, in the park. That's one of the things like why I could never get into Skyrim, and that is it. Literally, I just hated how it looked in the combat. It really irritated me. It was just so boring. Man, what a game! So, let's start with the big one. The oh official boy. This Guy Sick Game of the Year. Oh, Ooh, starting early. We're starting well, we biggie. might as well start with that one first. All right, go on. We had a vote. Our official Game of the Year, whether everyone here has played it or not, and I don't think any of us could actually disagree with it in terms of the fan vote, whether we had a, a game we personally think is bigger or better, is Ghost of Tsushima. That yeah. is our official. Yeah. So, well yeah. done, Ghost of Tsushima. You, yeah, have won, you have won our Game of the Year. And it's, and it's well-deserved. It's well deserved. Doesn't get you an actual award, but it still fucking means something because, yeah, that game was. I mean, beyond, coming, coming from ble- someone that hasn't even played the game, blew expectations. That yeah, game. I mean, I I didn't play it, and I still think it's fucking. It looks amazing, and even watching videos of other people playing it, I go, "Holy fuck, I'm invested." I, I kind of. I feel didn't this. get into the hype for the game because I was like, "There's too much hype oh. behind it," so I I backed off. Fair enough. But oh, when man. you started playing it, Scott. And you're like, no, you've got to play. It's incredible. And then I bought it, 
the within the first hours, like fuck me, I should have got this a month ago when it came yeah. out. What the fuck was I doing? Yeah. See, as you like stuff like Sekiro, you'll fucking love Tsushima. Oh no, I know. Oh, I will. Yeah. I know. I will. And not well, only that, it, but... you love Assassin's Creed. So you love Sekiro and Assassin's Creed. The thing, this is the, the love child. Yeah. See, the funny thing is, I still remember hearing about this game five years ago because I was a huge fan of a little game called Infamous. Do you know Infamous? Yeah. Same developer. Made by the same people, and I was so hyped because I played Infamous. Infamous One, great game. Infamous Two, again, an amazing game. A little bit different. Second Son's meant to be the best one, isn't it? Mm. It's meant to be. It was the first one that came out on new gen. Ah, okay. the, the problem with Second Son is, it's a new character. A lot of people didn't like who you now play as. Yeah, because he was like a hooligan. Isn't the, the protagonist from the first two Son? No. 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 Different no. Oh, uh, different character entirely. From the title, right? Yeah. You, yeah, I, yeah. I think I thought that. Yeah, I've never played. I've never played them. I missed. I missed the. It's a bit like type. Prototype when you had the original Mercer yeah. in Prototype, and he plays a big black fella in Prototype yeah. Two. While I liked Prototype 2 and I liked that character, I preferred Mercer. Yeah, and I kind of felt so like funnier. it felt like a character step back. Yeah, well, yeah changing it up. You went from being the villain to now you're kind of a villain, but not really because the main villain is also in the game and you have to fight the main villain. It didn't match the hype it was expecting. Fair enough. Because the main character in Infamous 1, Infamous 2, and Infamous Carnival of Blood, I would like to say. Uh, was Cole McGrath. Yep. Okay. Who had numerous appearances depending on where you lived, funnily enough. That was an interesting one. Huh? Because in Infamous 1, Cole McGrath was like very like 90s British, you know what I mean? Like Doc Martens, shaved head kind of thing. Skinhead. It was a skinhead. There you go. In Second Son, it was an entirely different character. Um, that was like basically a hooligan. He was young. He was he was young, brash, cocky little prick. And yeah. people playing it was just like I don't like him. But as the game progressed, like you would in typical games, he grew as a character and he became more interesting. And he had a little bit more story to him. And then you met his side characters, who, funnily enough, they liked the side character so much. She got her own game, who which was infamous first light. First oh, yeah, light. First light. Fetch. Yeah, which was good. Again, Laura Bailey, another good though. Game. You know, Laura Bailey being in an actual good game. Yeah. <laughs> but sure enough, Sucker Punch, I believe it's Sucker Punch, yep. Uh, yep. then made... Um, They've been working on Ghost of Tsushima for Ghost maybe Tsushima. four or five years. Longer than that. A long time. Six, I, six pre-ordered years, it, I pre-ordered it in 2017. Wow. Yeah. They literally, that, was like, that, was, that wasn't like the first talk of it. But that was like the first proper gameplay. You know, they did that first initial trailer where they showed you the standoff and then yeah. a bit of the stealth mechanics. And I literally just went straight on Amazon. I was like, pre-order. I was like, there's no release date. I was like, that's fine. I will wait. That's fine. I can kind of beat you on that one. You bit it before that, is it? No, I pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3 at Blockbuster. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. I know that feel. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Did you pay for it up front? Yeah. It, it was, it was, <laughs> I, did, I did the same thing as well. Money back, enough. You Good. I, money back. I pre-ordered uh, Kingdom Hearts from Blockbuster as well, way Oof. back. <laughs> that was, uh, I just yeah. want to say, guys, it's super cringe pre-ordering Kingdom Hearts full stop. Yeah, but bear your mind that one and two, I still think, were very, very good, good games. They were great Some games. Some of the spin-offs, not so much. I never really played them. So my issue with Kingdom Hearts 1 was I played it 
when it first came out. I had that on pre-order and I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to have Final Fantasy characters in it. And I just hated the Disney stuff because Disney has never been the thing I've been into. Right? Right. A lot of people were into Disney. I have never been into Disney. It's never, it was what my sister was into. So therefore, I always, she was four years younger. Therefore, it was always stupid. Mm. Anything she liked, Nickelodeon, it's stupid. I don't like it, right? That's just not for me. I found the original Kingdom Hearts 1 though especially the like original rather than the re-releases the ex- the exploration side of it is so fucking slow because of how the menu worked yeah and I, I just could never get into it so like after playing one i just haven't bothered but i had one um three six five days or whatever it's called on the ds on the ds oh, and that cool. game i thought yeah. was fucking wicked that's i thought really it was really good. good yeah which one is that is that with roxas yeah um and you play as the rest of the organization yeah see i've, I've watched the uh I never actually played them. I just watched the playthroughs. Like if someone actually done like the whole like um, the cinematic, you know, videos they do on YouTube. It's like oh, yeah. the whole cinematic of it. So I wa- I watched that. I never actually watched uh, played them. You know the like the re- HD remakes they brought out. Yeah, it was always two games and one film showing what happened in that game. Yes, in I think it was the first one. Three five eight days was the film, not the game you played. Oh, I was yeah. so fucking disappointed because ah. it's probably my favorite out of the three games they put on that disc. The other one was the deck building game, which was bollocks. Oh, that's uh, Chain of Memories, isn't it? I played it on the yeah. Game Boy when it first came out, and I was like, nah, I cannot do this. I played that. I, I, I downloaded the, the final mixes on the PS4, because mm. I knew I knew 3 was getting ready to come out. So I was like, fuck it, I need to re, re, uh, you know, re-establish myself with the lore. And I fucking... I went to play Chain of Memories, and I was like, what is this shit? They- Anyway, back to Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, Ghost back to Ghost of Tsushima, not TNT. Not TNT, no. or Kingdom Hearts. Okay, cool, we don't have to mention it. I want to play it. I've seen so many YouTube videos, to the point that I've probably spoiled the entire game for myself. However, watching a video of someone playing it, and actually playing it, I know, as a gamer, completely different. Like, you don't immerse yourself as much when you've got some You You don't, but you will pick up on story elements from watching something. Oh, of course. You know, a lot of people watch The Last of Us 2, because they weren't able to get it or whatever, and were like, the story is trash. And they are right, the story is trash. Some of the horror elements to it were actually fairly good. The best thing in it is the horror. best thing in it is the horror and the combat. I'm actually tricking people to go after a lore and then throwing a fucking Molotov at 20 of them all standing around. Very fun, you but know? Then they also took that over from the first game, because that was a good tactic to use. In exactly, exactly. yeah. yeah. Well, even, even in the multiplayer on The Last of Us, fucking Molotovs were a one-hit kill. You hit someone with a Molotov, they're dead. Yeah. They were so easy and to get. What Ghost of Tsushima did better than any other game this year was pull me into its world and the world building and just exploration-wise. I've not played a game this year, maybe Cyberpunk, but I've only had it like a week. I can't really comment. But what what Ghost of Tsushima did for me more than any other one was make me want to be in that world and find things, you know. Oh, I enjoyed like the 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 little climbing puzzles and the shrines to get to the shrines yeah. and stuff like that. The little um, it was a uh, a trophy you could get, but it didn't actually point you to it. it. Was the um the bowing shrines or the the signs you would pop up where it was like bow, at like a random place. Like um, I remember being in a little village and just by the village is just a sign with. Just uh, a symbol of someone bowing, and yeah, you bow, pay, and all of a sudden all these fish just start popping out of the water. Yeah. It's just all these little ones scattered around, and they're like an achievement okay. to do like 10 of them. And I think right. I'd literally found all of them through the whole game. 
And I, I also think it had the best side quests of any game I played this year too, because every single side quest, why they didn't always uh, play into the main story, apart from the side quest where it's like collecting people to come with you for your final battle, which is very Kurosawa, you know, storytelling, you know, La, La, um, Seven Samurai, collecting all your guys to come with you into the final battle. Apart from those, they do play into the main story in some aspect. Well, they're all characters that are involved in the main story the main story so you, you, you get invested in those characters yeah and I think are there some of them missable that you just if you didn't bother doing their story you would never get them I'm not entirely like sure because I literally just did everything so yeah, I can't really tell you if like doing but there was um, nothing telling you that you had to do the archer with his his daughter or whatever she was no but there's he, nothing saying you have to do that to finish the game so I imagine you could complete the game without having them on your side it depends if you were a trophy hunter because they yeah. were it, finishing their stories were all part of the trophies yeah. but yeah as as because they were always with you as you progress but then I did all their stories as they progressed so I don't really I can't really comment but like little things about their people having their rice poisoned and you mm. just do a little mission and it's about like trying to figure out who poisoned the rice and it's like like those little things they add so much to the fucking game, atmosphere and lore, without necessarily being something that needs to happen for the, you to enjoy the story, that I don't think I did a single side mission in that game that I didn't enjoy. Oh, I love the whole game. Yeah. Just the whole fucking thing game. was really good. And it, and I still haven't finished it. Fucking get on it. it. It's like every single game you get, Chris. No, no. You never finish your game. So, I'm still in Act 1. Of that game, yeah, you were playing uh, fucking uh, Judgment and Borderlands at the at the at the marathon, and you just been fucking putting hours into that. I didn't bring it with me. You're I an idiot. No. So with that one, I did three of the four missions for part one of the story for Tsushima, and the last one I had to do was recruit the straw uh, straw hat Ronin. Started going to that one. Side mission. Okay, I'll go and quickly do this. Started going back to it. Side mission. Okay, I'll quickly go and do this. Well, that straw Fox hat then, mission. Go and do this. The, and that character. I fucking love that character and the story kind of fucking... Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not... Shits on you. Yeah. In it. But when they introduced it, I was like, this is cool as fuck. I was like, this character is the typical bastard fucking samurai that you get and I love those in Japanese cinema. Yeah, then yeah. something happens something in the happens. game and you're like, you piece of shit because you, you want him to be like your best buddy, right? You, you're like, oh yeah, this is buddy... Look, I mean... This is buddy cop moment and then it, it, it he's then, not. No, you know? I mean... This is the thing, right? If a game can... If you can't get a game and you're willing to like that game so much that you're willing to spoil the entire fucking game for yourself, it must be a good game. It immediately ropes you. Oh, yeah, if you're willing to ruin it before you ruin it for yourself. Which is what I've done. And I know exactly what you're talking about and I haven't touched the game. Because the the problem as well is when I didn't pre-order it to, to come on release, we spoke like a week later and you're like, it's fucking awesome. I couldn't, when I went to go and order it, it was like there's a fucking four week delay on being able to get you a copy from the order. So I was like, well, I'm not fucking buying it now, paying you now, I'm waiting four weeks, I'll just wait. And in the end, it ended up in a sale like two months after it came out, and that's when I grabbed it. So I avoided as much as I could from it. But you couldn't wait, you couldn't get hold of it, so you just went, fuck it, I'm watching it. Like, well, but you're a different generation okay. to me. Well, not only that, but... I didn't grow up watching okay. people play video games no. because well, not, it just wasn't there. Not only that, but you guys know over the last couple of months I've been having trouble, right? Yeah. So I've been trying to recede my need and want... I mean, after what happened with that guy you met on Grinder, yeah, I understand well, I mean, that you've had to lay low. Well, so. something certainly got grinded. Um, but anyway, uh, it was kind of like... 
I had to weigh up a number of things. Do I get a game that I really want, like Ghost of Tsushima? Or do you pay for treatment? Or do I <laughs> yeah. do pay, for, pay for the syphilis pills? Yeah, yeah. well, exactly. that's it, right? So, Do it, you get your sphincter reconstructed? <laughs> and this is why um, I do want to play it. Granted, I could have bought it by now. I mean, I am. I'm in a better place. And that's how that's how you beat capitalism. Sure. That's how you beat capitalism. That's how you beat capitalism. This is why you don't buy fucking digital only consoles, motherfucker. This is although to be fair, I'd much rather you literally pay like to oh, buy no, to buy course. the game because Sucker Punch fucking it. deserve that fucking yeah, money. They do. But they, do. they do. The whole point of having mates that have played the games before you is that you can borrow them from them. Of course. Save right. yourself some cash. Although I do agree, we should be supporting game developers like that, and I will. Well, they just put their buy. fucking heart and soul into it. This is a Western company that made a fucking epically faithful Japanese game, which I think sold really well in fucking Japan as well, and, didn't and it? And it scored yeah. well, scored very yeah. highly. Well, not when you compare it to other. Uh, the unfortunate thing with Ghost of Tsushima, if you were to compare it to The Last of Us Two sales or Final Fantasy Seven. Our sales, it doesn't come close. I think Last of Us 2 and Final Fantasy 7, last time they did an update, were both sat at 5 million sales. But I think Ghost of Tsushima sat at like 2.5, you know? But the difference is it's the last of us, the last, well, <laughs> yes. How many but, got sold back? Yeah, but no, The Last of Us has got that history. Every, literally, nearly every PlayStation fucking player played the, the first uh, game so they were anticipating the second one so they would have bought it on launch yeah. Final Fantasy 7 has got the probably one of the biggest fan, video game fan bases in the world there would have been people that would have literally bought PS4s to play that game if they didn't have one already okay. sales wise Ghost of Tsushima is nearly double Last wait, of Us 2 so why are they saying The Last of Us 2 is that they, even the other day in the Game Awards they're saying Last of Us 2 is the highest sold PlayStation original of all time because they're lying. No, right. no, no, no. Form- because okay, that's on that's on um, the first week of first. Oh, first week of release. Okay, four million copies. Last of Us Two was sold to date. To date, right? And okay. Tsushima, five million. Right. No, but what they're it's saying, the what they're saying is, is the Last of Us. Even though it was probably, even though it's made by Naughty Dog, it's probably heavily funded because don't, don't PlayStation own Naughty Dog. No, uh, no, they have the exclusivity deal with Naughty Dog. Like they do with Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. So then, it, Sucker that, Punch have never made a game so that isn't a PlayStation exclusive. They're literally just relying on everybody being completely fucking stupid, and not being able to work the internet. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck you. Because they say Naughty Dog, um, and The Last of Us Two is the highest selling PlayStation exclusive of all time. Bullshit. Seven R is a PlayStation exclusive. Only until sold, March. But it's still on launch is an exclusive, and that had sold. In August, when they announced in August, 5 million copies. Right. To put it in perspective, Spider-Man sold 20 million copies. And that's they're just chatting shit. Fully PlayStation exclusive. They're, yep. just chatting, they're just chatting shit. And it was an incredible game. Even yeah. though it was a shit show, even Avengers nearly sold as many copies as fucking Last of Us 2. Then how well, the hell does Square... Well, they, it was multiple console, wasn't it? It's exclusive, a big right? mm-hmm. It's a big name. No, but yeah, but then Square lost money on it. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Because of how much fifty-three they million. They, but, but the problem is, sixty-three million. This is where we're going to this is where we're going to upset people. So recently, I've had a lot of people add me on LinkedIn because of this podcast hey. from the gaming world. Because uh-huh. you know, as our name gets out there, people start trying to find out who the fuck we are. I've been added by a lot of people that work for Square Enix. Ah, fuck it. Let's burn some bridges. 
I don't think any of these people actually deserve to be working for Square Enix from the, the stuff they post on their LinkedIn. Every single one of them is like a girl in their early 20s who probably has never played a video game but wants a marketing or high-level job. And because Square in Europe and America have been looking to diversify, oh right, you now have a company that would look at something like Marvel's Avengers and go, Camilla Khan... That's the one we're going to push to sell our Avengers game. They're making a fucking movie on her now, aren't they? Yeah, but no Are one they? fucking buys yeah. her comics. No one buys Camilla Khan's comics. No one gives a fuck about Camilla Khan. People want to watch four. I didn't even I didn't know who the fuck she was until this game. Yeah. I thought they I thought they literally created her for the game. Exactly. I didn't know she was and the, a genuine comic book character. So the majority of people that go and watch Marvel movies do not know who Camilla Khan is, so why was she the poster girl for a fucking Avengers game that also had Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America? Because they it? couldn't use Mr. Fantastic. But they could have used Thor it's and fucking Iron Man. They can now. They can now. They can now. They can now. Actually, no, I think at that point... They have been actually, able to for about two years. Yeah. They bought Fox like two years ago, so they literally have the rights to okay, so Mr. Fantastic. Point, yeah. Let me put it this way. You have to... Chris, we'll go around the table. Chris, you have to make a Marvel game it's going to have every Marvel character in it. Who is going to be in your advert? Oh, Iron it? Man. Iron Man. Who's going to be in your advert, Scott, for Captain it? America. Who's going to be in your advert oh, for it? Oh, fuck me. Um, uh, 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 the Thing. The Thing? The Thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Fair. The <laughs> Thing. The yeah. Thing. Right, so Marvel the has thing. two characters that are more popular than anyone else. No one has mentioned them. They are Spider-Man and Wolverine, right? If you are making a Marvel game, Wolverine was also an Avenger, yep. and Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck are you... Why are you putting Camilla Khan on your yeah, adverts? When, yeah, when you put us on the spot, you're thinking Avengers. So we literally... Our heads went straight to the films. And yeah. that's Captain America and Iron Man. But, even if, but even if you went straight for the films, do you go Camilla fucking Khan? <laughs> well, like I said, I um, until this game came out, I'd never even heard of her. I know about Camilla Khan because of one of the mobile games I play. That's literally it. But what I'm saying is, like, if you are... You're Square Enix... You have a development team that are working on your Marvel fucking game and you choose Camilla Khan as the face of the game. Like, diversity. What level of fucking dumb arsery is needed for that? Yeah, Honestly. But, yeah, but, yeah, but you've got to also understand. Well, not understand, but remember, when they first announced the Avengers game, she was nowhere she was to nowhere be seen. Near, she it suddenly got slotted in. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I thought when they announced that game, because they showed you the opening scene, which you got to play in the demo, and obviously when you start the game, that, that massive like, siege on, on LA. When I look at the profile pictures of these people that work at Square Enix, they look like the people that would think Camilla Khan is the best character. They look like the people that tweet about diversity and feminism and racism all day when most people just get on with their lives and talk to everyone of every race in a polite fucking manner and don't even think about, oh, I'm speaking to a black guy today. They're the type of people that go out there and they are so racist themselves <laughs> that they feel like they need to combat racism in every fucking aspect of their life. And that's what that's why you get a game as shit as Avengers coming out. I played the... Uh, the, the, the beta was it the beta they released when the they fucking did beta yeah they, they, they might as well call for that game it should have been called the soy that's how beta it was well, i played beta, it that was a developer <laughs> yeah <laughs> i played that and literally kamala and the hulk were the two worst characters i played at in that entire game because they just played like shit everything else like 
that if anything, Black Widow was the easy, like the best one that you could play as because she just literally had a fucking great move set. And then they made all the characters ugly as fuck. Well, yeah, they tried to make them. I think they tried to make them look more like the actors that were playing them because, like, is it had? No, a, it they had, tried um, to make them look like Uncanny Valley versions of. The it had Clive Barker and Nolan North attached to it, didn't it? I don't know. Like, you could have the voice act, but they've done that with the Spider-Man remaster. Yeah, they've changed they've the actor's changed face. Peter Parker, they fucking changed the face of the character. Now he looks like a young boy, but you're meant to be playing. You're playing like 25, 26 year old He's Peter eight, Parker. You're, you're meant to be Spider-Man's eight years. You're, Spider-Man's meant to be eight years into his um, into his powers yeah. by that point. So, so he's, he's in his mid twenties, you know. Yeah, and now he looks like he's sixteen, just got his powers. Yeah, he looks, and he, he looks and the same age as Miles. And they've made him look more like the fucking actor, the young kid, Tom as Holland. Well. Tom, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. He looks it, more like Tom he looked more like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Also, Tom Holland, great guy. From what I've what I've seen so far, great on guy, his good guy, good, like good actor, good, laugh. good good version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Don't however, trust him with the script. However, no, he spoils everything. He ruins he everything. He will fucking tell everyone everything. Oh, That's right, why they okay. lie to him about Endgame. Yeah, yeah. They, he had his scene for um, Infinity Wars. Oh, All right. He Tom Holland literally only got his lines. He didn't get anything else because he's so bad at ruining it. Oh, really? Like, in interviews, he'll just tell, oh, yeah, so, yeah, this happens, or, yeah, this person dies, and, like, why are you telling people this? You're not supposed to say this shit. It's a a shame his second Spider-Man movie is so fucking terrible. I disagree. I disagree. It's terrible. Scott, it's terrible. No, I disagree. Homecoming wasn't Talk about it. Talk about it. The pros and cons. We're not supposed to be talking about Homecoming right now. No, 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 this is interesting. This is interesting. They've turned Spider-Man into the shadow of Tony Stark. Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark. Like he's a little cuck for Tony Stark, right? Just... Yeah, little butt boy for Tony Stark. They've turned him into this mopey little dickhead when Peter Parker has never been a mopey dickhead. They've turned... Mary Jane is just the fucking Mary Sue, they should have called her. This fucker, I already knew you were Spider-Man. I figured everything fucking out, right? I love this. This is great. There's, right? a, there's like emotional turmoil in the room. You can feel the melt. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the villain in it was the best thing in the game. <laughs> I mean, in the game, in the movie, sorry. And the best actor in the whole thing. However, if you didn't see him turning on them, coming a fucking mile away, even Peter Parker, like, let, let's let's put the logic down. Tony Stark is dead. He's the guy Peter in this idolises. Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, I fucking love you, Mr. Stark. I've left you with my legacy, Peter. The glasses that control the most powerful AI in the world. I've left them to you because I only trust you. A dude he's met for five minutes, he goes, fuck it, have him. The, the film is shit. There's nothing good about that. Okay, cool, cool, it cool. is no logic. It's go. bullshit. All right, cool. So now we're going to have the rebuttal. I retract, I retract my rebuttal. <laughs> You've given up. <laughs> I've got nothing. That's All right, okay, cool, everything cool. you said is like, yeah, that's fine. All yeah, right, so official. It's shit. Literally, yeah, Jake, literally, Jake Gyllenhaal is literally the best thing in that film. Yeah. And if you literally, uh, literally I, sit, I lent into Amy when we were watch, went to watch it at the cinema. And I literally just went, He's going to turn on him. And she went, how do you know? I was like, because it's fucking Mysterio and he's a fucking villain. If you did not see him turning on Spider-Man, it's going to fucking happen. Okay. I just don't think he's dead. Probably oh. not, right? Probably not, because he hides his shit. He, that's what he does. He conceals Sneaky. and hides stuff. And I liked how they fucking portrayed everything about him, how he uses like visual effects and right. like holographics well, to actually do and I, I thought, this is how much i like spider-man as well just i'm not just saying that as someone who's just going to shit on something yeah, yeah, yeah there is spider-man in every room of this house yeah, every single yeah. room if you were to look at my collection I mean, you behind you fucking venom right there there i have more spider-man than any other funko any other collectible 
Like, my bedroom, I've got like 10 fucking big plush Spider-Mans knocking about. There's fucking everywhere in this house. Because I, he's my he's my favourite hero. I'll tell you what. When I watched that movie, I was like, fuck, man, what have they done? I'm gonna Come on, it's not, as bad, it's not as bad as Spider-Man 3 or any, of the, amazing, not, or, or, or any of the Amazing there's, Spider-Mans. There's not, no. there's not many films worse than Spider-Man 3, let's be honest. The Amazing Spider-Man uh, 1 and 2, I would say, are worse. Uh, than no, no, no. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is worse than 3, but not right. 1. Just to settle this argument, because I, like I feel Amazing like Spider-Man. I feel like the what the first Amazing Spider-Man. I liked it. I yeah, yeah. I, I thought Andrew Garfield had great potential. He was for a good it, Spider-Man. But... He's too hot to play fucking Spider-Man. No no, Spider-Man no, 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 no. He no. was a good Spider-Man, but a bad Peter Parker. Whereas Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker, but a shit Spider-Man. Yeah. True, yeah. true. Okay, there's, like... but there's scenes in that. What's the one with Electro in? Sp- Amazing Spider-Man That's 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. So he was good. They're bringing him back. Le- they're, bring, they're bringing him back. I've okay. heard about that, yeah. Fun. They're bringing all of them back. I can't, that I actually That's going to be a multiverse. Yeah, the multiverse. I'm fucking down with that. You're right, yeah. you're right. Um, one thing I do want to say, because I, I don't know if it's just me, or there's going to be the listeners that feel like this needs to be done. I want you two to say out of 10 what you think of Homecoming, right? At the same time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. rate it out of 10. Yeah, yeah. So at the same time. Right, you ready? So three... Two, one, go. Five. Okay, so similar. Similar. There you go. Yeah, not bad. Because we weren't sure if maybe there was a bit of turmoil here. So, cool. No, no. It's still... I still... You know, I didn't hate it. I thought, no. I thought, I thought it was, a, it was a good enough portrayal. But yeah, look, look, I said what I didn't like about it. And Scott was like, yeah, you're yeah, right. you're <laughs> no, every, yeah, every, right. yeah, no, I completely agree with everything said. The, Mar- the, the Mary Jane thing is, I don't even class her as Mary Jane. She, I, I fucking can't stand the character. She's Michelle Jones. Or she, I don't like... That's not... Stop removing redheads from your fucking movies, you cunts. They do it with everything. They're a dying breed. They are, are hot. literally a dying breed. Red. One day, there will be no more redheads in the world. Because it and is that'll a, be an injustice. It is a, it is a genetic well, I mean, mutation. I don't know. Maybe I'll continue the lineage. I've got a ginger beard You need beard a bigger going. prick to be able to get the... You keep no. telling all the girls you've got a small dick to you. Yeah, they're I not going to want to fuck I you. Stop doing that. that. You keep telling everyone that I've got a small dick. You announce it on the podcast. You tell no. girls when you chat to them that you have a small penis. No <laughs> yeah, girl's going exactly. to want to touch it. Right? Not only have you but got you a small can't penis, find I it. don't even want to touch it. Let's go. I've Not only have you that. got a small penis, you've got baby ears as well, which we should <laughs> Oh, <laughs> come on. So, don't crack this one open again. Bet your lobes aren't anything that's got a hole punched in them, eh? <laughs> no, he's arsehole. Oh, I saw that comment, <laughs> and I fucking laughed, to be fair. Um, so, speaking about Spider-Man, I think now's a good point to go into Miles Morales. I mean, we're obviously we haven't even we... finished on Sushima, really. Oh, sorry, did we not? No. I thought we moved on to that. We've, my done, bad, we've, done, my we've bad. done the traditional this guy a sick and got completely fucking sidetracked. Go to Sushima. So I said what I liked about it the most. <laughs> okay, I haven't you, played it. You haven't played it, so you have to shut up. Oh, well, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I've watched good, good people luck. play it. I've never played it. But what I will say is <laughs> the combat looks as though it adapts oh, quite well. It's fucking awesome. Right? Fluid as fuck. The music... Seems so serene and tranquil, depending on the moment, and then immediately cuts straight into combat music, and you know that you're immediately ready to fight. But parts of the game are serene. Like they have a whole two missions: one about meditating and one about haikus, which is all about bringing you your character peace throughout a turmoil, a turmoil time. And when you're playing it, you feel that yeah. peace, like the music, the atmosphere, even the haikus, like figuring out your own version of it. And when, when he reads it at the end, you're like, oh, that's pretty fucking good. We'll start with Chris, because obviously you haven't finished it. Only me and Scott have. I've already said mine. So I platted that game. What What is it about that game that you really like? That, that makes it game of the year deserving for you? I love the fact that you can basically go off and do whatever the fuck you like. 
So, you don't well, have okay, to... all right. What makes it different from Valhalla? Because that's you can do that as well. I haven't played Valhalla. What? Why? Okay. Uh, what He's not other... really an Assassin's Creed fan, though. What sets it aside? What makes it different? So what? Just the history, the lore, the yeah. tradition. I mean, I know I know Sekiro delved into the Japanese more fantasy side of things for that sort of yeah, era. So, so Neo. I'm, I'm not going to say that Sekiro is anywhere near it because no, but it's that it's that sort of setting. Yeah, yeah but Neo did the same thing as Sekiro, really. Yeah. Yeah, true. Actually, going based on Neo. Oh, I fucking love Neo too, though. But, but if you were to say, would you say that Ghost of Tsushima deserves it for what difference, though? Yes, because even though Ghost of Tsushima has a level of combat that is can be challenging if you get your if you let yourself get swarmed, the combat in Neo two is constantly punishing because it's right. that kind of game. Because okay. it's a Souls like. It's a Souls like. Souls like. They're Tsushima. not even comparable. Souls like. No, no, of course. But what I'm even saying Sekiro, is, Sekiro, is basically a Souls like. It is. A soul, yeah, it is. So, it's made, uh, made by the same company, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It is a from. Yeah, so- from it, software. It is a from, from software. software. It's a Souls yeah. game. Whereas Tsushima, you can go in, you can plan out how you want to attack. However, you want to do your playstyle, ghost or samurai. Or mix them both. Or mix, mix them both. Too, you yeah. can go and snipe a bunch of archers and shit, yeah. and then just storm in as a samurai, challenge them, get two or three of them with because you bumped your stats up, so you can one hit three or four of them, and then fight the last five. I've yeah, but nothing's nothing's one hitable. Sticky bomb. Nothing's really one hitable. Well, when you game. do the challenges, when you go in and you press left or whatever it is to call them out, and you go one on. Oh, one. you can yeah standoffs. Oh, yeah, standoffs are one shot regardless of who you're fighting. Well, unless you're in the stance, or you fuck it up. No, no, oh yeah, if you fuck it up, then you then you literally <laughs> well, no, go no, down to literally ten percent health. And if, you're I, yeah. if I remember correctly, there's a stance you can take which almost immediately makes them. No, no, no. You have no, a, sta- a heavy, you have, you have heavy, four stances. Yeah. You have four stances that are dedicated to what you're fighting. So if you are fighting a heavy, you do moon. One's if, better for shields. One's better for shields. One's what, better for spears. One's, one's better, better for spears. swords. But there are points where like you run up on an archer and you're in the one to take out a heavy, and you hit them with that side swipe straight in the gut, and you will literally almost one-shot them with that. Oh, yeah, but Archer's generally weaker. Yeah, okay, yeah. I've, got, I've got to give a quick warning. Chris, obviously cover your ears, because I do really want to say this. Later on in the game, there's a point where you get ghost stance, right? Yes. Yeah. But Which, go, go, is that not a... Yeah, but go, go, go... No, go stand. You have to. You literally have to. You have to take down so many yeah, enemies in order so to get. Yes, but you can literally only one shot three people. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. It's right. one shotting three people and then it, it runs out. So it doesn't it count out. as a separate that's, that's thing. That's not a spoiler. No. It tells you about it in the yeah. stands okay, list. Cool, 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 cool. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure. Um, Obviously, ghost mode. It's just sneaking as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah being ghost. There, yeah, there is one thing I'll give um, it props for though. When you're doing the exploration side of it, and you go and find all the temples and the shrines. If you go to one and you don't have the right equipment, it will just say, don't try this one because you can't finish it. Certain ones so you can't, you, so much you can't do until you've got the grappling hook. Yeah, if example. you haven't got the grappling hook, then... You can't do it. If you haven't got a certain ability because you haven't got that far in the game yet, yeah. you can't do it. Yeah, and it, and it, But it doesn't just let you try. It tells you yeah. you're not ready Come back, this. Come back later yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're ready. Yeah. So now we move on to Scott. Now, I know this is your game of year, so I expect yeah. a lot. From you on it. Oh fuck! No pressure. Um, <laughs> what? Well, no. Why is it your game of the year? Basically? Right. First of all, one the setting. That Mongol invasion of Japan. That is a setting. To be honest with you, I'd never even considered in my mind of somewhere to take a game. But fuck me, do they do it? Oh yeah. That I mean, that initial that initial setting when you literally like are on the on, on the, the uh, on the beach on the and beach, you storm yeah. the beach and you just see. 
the fire arrows come out of the fucking Jumping sky down, and yeah. you I'm like right I'm on my horse I'm good and my horse is dead fuck right yeah. here we go and of course back then at that, that point there's no styles it's literally just single single samurai stance go and and yeah they're, they're, it's quite weird when you think you're taking out these guys and they're pretty fucking easy you take out those same guys later on in the game they're pretty fucking hard yeah but that's game that's game that's, fucking, that's game logic yeah, yeah it's right. game logic you know and it's the colours I remember sitting on some of the highest points in, in the game and you just look out and you just see the vibrant use of colours of that game walking up it's like um, was it one of the missions for one of the secret stances and you're walking up and it's like follow the pink flowers and you literally just walk up this massive hillside oh, of pink flowers yeah, I've seen this. For yeah. walking towards like this area you know just like the colours the detail they oh, went into when you do the jewel for Heavenly Strike Oh, with the thunderstorm oh, and that. Oh, that was that so awesome. reminiscent of early Japanese filmmaking yeah. as well. And right. it, you know, there's the 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 difficulty settings of how you want it, how you want the game to look. Like I still literally need to go back, do it on fucking hard or lethal in Kurosawa mode, so just nothing but black and white. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, need nice. to and in Japanese fucking in Japanese audio. Mm-hmm. I need to do that, but you know, I've spent literally fucking two months playing that game so I just kind of you know you have to have that break before you go do it again I was like that is literally my next run through when I do Tsushima again I'm literally doing it on Kurosawa mode it was Japanese subtitles on either fucking hard or lethal just because that would seem more realistic to me but then there's the gameplay the sort the fighting the combat system it's probably the most fluid combat system I've ever seen in my life right because you can just switch you can switch. You can switch styles with literally just a click of a button. Yeah. You you see who's surrounded you. Someone's coming at you. Quick switch, and you know how to counter. You can counter and do damage. You know, there's the standoff. Standoffs are fun as They're fuck. Fun as fuck. Even if you fuck them up, because now you're in. Oh yeah, if you miss, if you miss a standoff, punished. You'll literally take a hit. Your health is gone down to ten percent straight away. You've got a heal, and then you've got to deflect the four or five cunts who are now coming for yeah. you. Because when you do a standoff, you alert everyone there. Yeah, but then there's like there's like the 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 AI system of it. So you think like in Valhalla, if okay. you when you storm a camp, as soon as you alert someone, the whole camp knows the whole, you're there. They all know. Yeah, yeah. yeah with yeah. Tsushima, it's only those in the short vicinity. If you alert, ah, know you're there. Okay. So you could alert, say four guys. That's smart. Take those four guys down, and the rest of the camp doesn't know what's happening. Ah, so then okay. you can continue okay. on and stealth your so way it, through. It goes, that's one of the worst things about Assassin's Creed in general. If you're in a camp and say you snipe someone with an arrow and it doesn't fully kill them and you've got to do them again, everyone now knows you're there. Yeah. Even though technically no one would know you were there apart from the one who just apart been shot. Apart from the guy that's just in here, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you hit him with the second arrow and kill him, no one should know you're there. In, in, in Tushima, you, you, can, you can do that, you know? Okay. There's the different stages of the game. So obviously act one being your opener. Yeah, yeah. Comment. Essentially, kind of a tutorial. Yes, very much so. Your tutorial, but it also introduces you to all the side characters. The, the, like you said, the main missions that Sam, the main missions you uh, take with like the Archer, Lady Akechi, and a couple of the other ones, like the, just those characters that you are getting familiar with, carries it on. Each act has more missions to do those people, and then there's the the jewels in Act Two, which Chris will eventually get to when he fucking plays the game. But literally, you just go around, and it's like it's to do with what happens in the story regarding certain characters, then you literally now go around and they've literally sent their best fighters 
to fight you, but you literally have, you have to, to find one them. On one, yeah. I literally was, I literally was like, going, what was it? I was going looking for, I was going for a shrine, and I was found the shrine, got it, was climbing down and that, and I just saw this guy on the beach, literally just practicing with his sword in a circle, like he's literally got a perfect circle made around him. I was like, what the hell's that? Jumped down. It's like I have been sent to challenge you, and now finally we shall duel. I was just like. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Right, yeah, let's no, go. That happened to me in the rice fields, right? When you go into yeah. the rice fields and that guy's in the little swamp area yeah. and you walk in and he's just sat there meditating or something and you cre- you creep up on him and he's like, the bounty on your head. Like, and this, yeah. and you're like, you oh, prick. Fuck. And then even when you're when he talks to you before and he's not even a bad guy. He he's just, just wants to duel you. Yeah. He wants to see if he's better than you. <clears throat> Interesting. And Act 1 does have a few of them in it. There's a girl you face over some armour. But then she yeah, but ends those, up joining those, you. Those are those are like mystical quests, yeah, and stuff that, like that's that. For the um, legendary archer yeah. armor. Yeah, but one. that when you face her and she's like, you you don't kill her, and she's like, I agree with your mythos or whatever. Yeah, I agree yeah. with your ideas. Like, like, okay, you're not an invader. Because, but even because it's in Act One, that's setting you up for that's like a that's the tutorial for you're going to get more of these. You yeah. know, like yeah, the game's fucking it's just, phenomenal. It's just it was so perfectly planned out. Tsushima is all like the pan pipe and the orchestral yeah, feel. It's it epic. Sense. It's epic. And that soundtrack is fucking epic. Yeah. Persona 5, Royal. The soundtrack's incredible. That's, uh, that, that, for me, that's my soundtrack of the year. Yeah, for me, it's a toss up between Tsushima and, and Persona 5, Royal, because that soundtrack is so fucking They're just cool. good music. I could listen to that. It's so catchy. It's tough. I could listen it's to that catchy. now. You know? It's I tough. could just pick it up and listen to it. I've got it on my iPhone. I've had it. I literally had it in the car for like two months running. Just everyone on the way to work. Just listen to it. See, I've got a very different one for the soundtrack. Especially I haven't listened. We're going to get. We'll get into that later. The only thing. The only thing I say is like, I haven't actually listened to the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Oh, no, it's it's if, it, metal. if it's if it's oh, anything God. like the first one, it I'm going to fucking is, love the shit out of it. If it's just riffs, then I'm surprised. You're a bassist as well, right? It's got like corn style fucking heavy. No, yeah, yes. it's because I haven't. It's because I haven't actually got around to Doom Eternal yet. Okay, I've, I've got to say, and I know I'm gonna. I know. Real I'm quick, love it. Doom Eternal, good game, doesn't deserve game of the year soundtrack. Though, yeah, but it at opinion. least it at least deserved an acknowledgement. Oh yeah, and it didn't get that. Oh my god, it did not get that. No, I mean, it, just look in terms of like the multiplayer in that, it didn't even get a nod on multiplayer. No, nope. it should have. To be honest, I would rather play. Doom Eternal multiplayer than play fucking Call of Duty multiplayer personally I don't play Call of Duty at all no neither do I I agree though I don't play fucking Activision Blizzard games free Hong Kong (laughs) free Hong Kong free Hong Kong free Republic anyway um, (laughs) no you know what I completely agree Um, game game like that doesn't deserve a multiplayer nomination but it did and what can we say right it's clearly not rigged I did like one thing. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like you've got to defend the bard at the end of it yep. from the um, attack. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, you've got the archer armor. It's like you should be prepped and ready to fight off the guys with the archers. I went, cool. Menu, swap armor. <laughs> Run at them with the swords. No, and plus, the, the, thing, the thing with all their armor is like, yeah, it's cool. We've got this legendary armor. Sound. You've still got to fucking upgrade it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, you yeah. literally just go back to base armor. And that fucking hat. It's just my own personal preference. Oh, that, that, the fucking that the hat was like, it's up and then that way. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not yeah, wearing that not hat, that. thank you. I, I use the Raiden <laughs> hat all the time. The fucking... Oh, the Ronin one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I had that. It's even when I had like the... Well, until I got the ghost armor. 
So I got the ghost armor and I upgraded it fully because the armor is fucking. I was going to say the ghost armor is literally just a mask and yeah, but it's all black. It's all black fucking armor. It looks it's fully upgraded. It looks amazing. The black armor, but I used the straw hat. The fucking the like. Oh yeah, I know which one. I used to use the Ronan gear. The Ronan attire with the with the full straw hat. Have you, have you guys played recently? Because they've added new armors. Yeah, because when they when they then when they did uh, is it Legends? Legends. Legends. Yeah, yeah, I have. I, yeah, I have. Legend, I, 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 lent, I lent I lent it to my mate, so I haven't been able to play it. He's been playing oh, okay, it. Okay. Right. So yeah, when they brought Legends out, sorry, I haven't played Legends. I haven't seen any of the new stuff they've brought out, but well, it looks good. The armor looks amazing. I just want my motherfucker looking like he came from Big Trouble in Little China. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I just want a continuation of the story. I yeah, my, no, I the story's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, was, I mean, I went on like uh, when I went on Reddit and people were posting their ideas, and I watched a a small like twenty minute documentary on YouTube. But someone like talks about how they invade the Mongol invasion, yeah. and after they fell after in, in Tsushima, they went to like a neighboring island which is closer to the mainland, and that's where I could see a DLC coming in. It's literally oh, it's just yeah, a, a smaller right. island, like say like the size of Act One. As a DLC, yeah. and it's literally Jin now knows the Mongols have now skipped Tsushima, gone to this other island. I think it's called Iki. Uh, or Iki, it's like A K A I K I or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and Iki, that's yeah. literally just like he jumps on a boat, goes to this island, and that is your well, DLC. That, that is your DLC. The, there's a mission in the game about helping people get off the island. Quite a few little missions. Oh, I, yes, yeah. yeah. So eventually, it could be they end up. We leave the island. These other people leave the island and go to one that's. Also invaded, like yeah. so they have to come back and say, yeah. "We tried to escape, and the fucking other islands are shit as well." Like we, like we discussed with the crow episode, I would literally, as much as I love that game, I would be just as happy if they just left it as a standalone one game. Oh, hundred percent, because it makes and, a legacy. Well, some people have been complaining that at the end of the game, he didn't kill himself because he had gone against his. Code. His code and his crease. But his code changed. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he, no, he made no, his no. own code. Yeah, but others didn't. The code of the gods. Others didn't. Others continued to use the samurai code and were decimated in the game for not trying to adapt. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were. A lot of people. Were, I guess I think they expected the end of it is he's gonna have to yeet himself, right? What? Seppuku. 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 Yeah. The thing is, Hi, though, you got to bear in mind in the timeline of that game. Right, you've got the shoguns, and then you've got the Mongol invasion, and then you've got samurai, and samurai is all there is. It's a way of life. But roughly after that time, if you look at look at it from a historical point of view, it's about the time when you had shoguns, and then shinobu started to appear. Now, shinobu and samurai were two different planes of being. Right, you've got samurai were very honourable; they were very front facing. They would face a combatant head on, and Shinobu's it would be assassins. Yeah, assassins. Well, nin- nin- Shinobu, ninjas yeah. and shinobu were started as villagers who were not allowed to legally own weapons. So, and they were just getting raped. Yeah. Like they were yeah. getting the, like the, they well, shogun they, would just they weren't they weren't getting any help. No, so no, they literally they did it themselves. That's yeah. my point. They weren't a force. However, it's why all their weapons are mad shit, like sticks yeah. and well, fucking. We got kunai. Kunai were a fucking farming. Uh, yeah, well, all of it is. So Nun- are, uh, nunchucks. Is, 
Yeah, so we're fucking nunchucks is what they used to beat rice with in a circle, like a exactly. Right. And they had, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they'd have a big bowl like this that they would have to make the rice into like a, like a wheat like substance, yeah. and they'd stand there and spin this thing around, <laughs> and, and then it would just curdle it all wow, out. A, special bit, a bit of it, wood on a chain, yeah, no, no. put on a little yeah. bit of wood. Yeah, perfect. It's the same with throwing stars. They used to just put a fucking um, they used to put a small stick or a, sp- uh, a pole through it, and they used to just push um, rice through it. Yeah. And it would cut it as it goes down. Or a lot of them would have the they when when they had to hide their weapons, they'd have their fucking ninja stars, throwing stars, hanging yeah. up as a wind chime yep. on wow. a bit of string. Yeah, fun fact. So they'd come through and go, "Have you got any weapons?" And they'd see them stars and just think, "Oh, yeah, they're stars, right?" They didn't realise they were sharp and firing fucking yeah, straight in your head. So and- with that, you could literally have Jin as the father of. The Shinobu. father of Shinobu. Shinobu, and he literally, in like in sort of like Assassin's Creed type thing, he literally forms his own creed. This is what and I'm that saying. is where he becomes. So literally, the next game, if they wanted to continue on, doesn't necessarily have to be oh a continuation of the Mongol invasion. It could literally be him hiring himself out to a uh, to a shogun who wants to eliminate another territory or take over so, another territory. So much cool shit that the Shinobu oh, and ninjas did, like um. They would, when they would dye their clothes because everyone thinks they wear black but it was always an no, off, no, no. it's an off blue yep. right yeah. but people yep. think it's black it's an off blue because black doesn't blend in off blue blends in with and the not- night and with stuff like that but they would soak it with blood yep. of like a goat or something so that if they got stabbed and you wouldn't see the patch of blood come through in the clothes because the clothes have already been soaked so it makes them look more and they're immortal so, so they pe- can't people would think they're immortal and they'd have little things like um, they'd have these little daggers and they weren't for stabbing people with. The dagger had like a block attached to it. And they'd throw it in like a wall. Run at the wall. And it made a step yep. that they'd leap over. Because they wanted people to think they had abilities that they didn't yep. have. Oh, imagine it, how many you would have gone through. Eh? Well, not only that, but fun fact. You know, when you look at a typical Shinobu, they've got things like... Um, they've got like body wraps that they'd wrap over the top of their clothing. The reason they used to do that, especially with their legs and their feet was because they didn't want people to be able to identify how they worked normally. For example, if they had blisters on their feet, or if they had hardened skin or um, calluses, they didn't want people to identify what kind of job they were doing. Yeah, yeah, they did loads of that stuff. Like, it's a really interesting time, and it's a shame that in the West we don't really learn about that. But when we do history, in Europe especially, we don't learn about Japan at all. Of course we don't, no. Or China. You know, we don't even learn about American history, which is, I know it's only a couple of hundred years old, but we don't learn fuck all. Nope. I mean, it's all English. The only, the only reason I managed to learn a little bit more on history is because I did it as an A-level. So I learned a little bit of Russian history, Marxism, um, you know, kind of Stalin, that kind of verge. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit on American patriotism for a little bit, on how it shaped the country from being colonization all the way through to now being a world power um but for the most part you don't learn about other countries you learn about western civilization and the big names you do get a lot out of europe over here we do learn a lot of french yeah. and shit like that and i mean Italian you learn about romans and whatever yeah. yeah you learn about tudors and renaissance and stuff like that but you don't hear you don't go to school and learn like even when you do ancient Greece, they don't tell you about the Persian invasion. They don't. They oh, they don't tell you fuck all. They don't tell you nothing about no. that. I mean, you don't learn any mythology no. at all. You don't learn anything they about might their tell, religion. They might tell you the Minotaur and leave it at that. Yeah. Like you know. Well, that that would just be a fable. Oh, and they tell you it's not. It's just fable. Learning all this stuff, watching it in front of my eyes, stuff that I've never really been able to know, 
even with watching so many old school Japanese movies, I still don't know everything because it's impossible. But for this game to like dump a lore and a history on me the way it did, I was I was impressed. Not only that, I was impressed by the way it did it. For me, when I watch it on YouTube, because like I said, I haven't played the game. When I watch people play this game, it makes me want to learn more about the culture at the time. Well, it makes me want to learn about how the people lived, about how the Mongolians went about things, how uh, the military structure was, how it collapsed, things like that, the shoguns at the time. It makes me want to absorb and learn about the world at that time in that place. Yeah. Which, if a history teacher for two years can't fucking make you do that, then uh, how? Why should a game be able to do that? Well, because the but game it does. does it by making it fucking interesting. And the the other thing with with it as well, we had this recent conversation in private about history versus future scenarios. Oh, the yeah. main thing I like about historical games is the learning from them. People might think that I'm lying on that. The main thing I like about historical games is going, man, did they? And having to stop, pause, and maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm alone on this. Maybe I'm not. Is go, they really were like that? And then I'd look it up and go, oh, fuck, this game, like, whoever's done the research on this has nailed it. One you of know? the biggest I- credits I'll always give to Assassin's Creed is the historical characters they use. And how they died. And how they died is oh, normally yeah. down to the point. They literally worked that out. They know they're... they're and how their pronunciations, which, um... Was it a, um... Oh, it's like a Nordic historian had praised Ubisoft for their use of how how to pronounce the certain names. Yeah, because they're not using it in modern... Well, you no, listen no, to no. Vikings, you watch Vikings and how they're pronouncing them. How pronounce, some of them aren't correct. Yeah, no. They're pronouncing them how they're written, not how they're meant to be pronounced in that accent. So, yep. Whereas Ubisoft are literally gone. Well, th- this is They've got people involved who know the history, who know com- the lore. When it comes to that with Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed's probably the best at it. In terms no, of I agree. history of being able to do it through so many eras on so many games, look at how they did Blackbeard oh, in boy. Assassin's Creed okay. Four. It's such you a fucking faithful mm-hmm. rendition of, of him. Yeah, like even down to his downfall, because obviously how he died, he what decided to go on the piss right with another pirate after he'd quit being a pirate. Yeah, yeah. And he cashed in, and he decided to go on another a piss with one who wouldn't cash in, and they were like. Fuck him. Fuck him. We're going to go. He's, he's coming back. So they just yeah. fucking yeeted the cunt. Not only that, uh, I've got to praise. I know, I know I speak a lot of highly of Valhalla, but I will give a huge thing to Odyssey. And you know I'm a big fan of Odyssey. Mythios, the way they portrayed Mythios. Okay, fine. Mythios. Oh, Mythios. Mythios. Um, um, but especially when they portray Mythios through the character themselves. They are jokey and they'll take a job, and it's obviously dependent on whether you accept the job. Whether you want but to fuck an old lady or that's not. That's how they worked. If if someone had a job for you uh, as a mythios, well, they were mercenaries. You mercenaries, take what job you could they get. They were swords for hire. They yeah. do whatever they needed to do, and it shows that they know history to a point that they can accurately represent it. As far as they can and actually it, get from that far back. Not only that, but with Sophocles and things like that, you're showing. The, the entire fall of Athens in that game is so fucking done. so accurate mm. that I was shocked they didn't fuck up a single moment in that. That's a huge part of Greek history. There's a lot of room for error. Oh, yeah. Because there's different versions or people disagreeing with well, each you've other. Got, you've got to bear in mind, all of these historical point of views come from hundreds of philosophers 
that wrote down the events. Pretty much Chinese whispers in a way. Yeah, it is. It is. You've got you've got so many different points of view that write about it in the moment, right? And you don't know if it's true, but you've got to try and find similarities between all of these people and what they've said and merge a coherent view on it. And they've gotten to a point where they've written, oh, they've read so many points of views that they can find an accurate line. Or the where ones it goes. that marry the most, right? Exactly. And they, they and they did, and and while Valhalla is, I, I, I just couldn't get into it, and I've struggled, and the bugs have really prevented me from enjoying it as much as I want. I don't have any issue with that side of it in Valhalla. In fact, they've done it so well that that's the best part of the game. Yeah, always. So is. while Assassin's Creed does that the best Tushima did it on the same level same level yeah. same level I think they did it better I think they did it better slightly better just just ever so slightly better and they put lore in the smallest details oh the letters and all the scripture you know the little the small little collectibles the Mongolian artifacts yeah they're the artifacts they told you what exactly these things were and what they were used for and why they were used and again this is a team that is not a Japanese no, no this American. is a Western if you, team. If you at least look- at least Assassin's Creed is lots of people in France and Europe, lots of people in Canada. They know yeah. and America, they know what What's it's happened, their own history right? that they would have at least heard of some of it. Yeah. You know, when they did Unity, well, it was mostly the French team that worked on it. They fucking must have loved doing that well, game. Well, I will say one pr- one Montreal, props. Right? Yeah. So it came from their history. One props to it is when uh, Notre Dame burnt down. Oh boy! They they've literally you they're using yep. the um it's the, only the design the, the design, design for Notre Dame that they used to recreate everything because it was almost and perfectly accurate. What, what, what Ubisoft did is with Notre, Notre Dame before making that game, they went in there, they scanned the inside everything, yeah, yeah, and then they scanned the outside. They actually have a like two scale full scan of oh, what of the building they looked yeah. like. They they're actually using those scans and, to yeah. recreate. And they handed them over Coming, as well. Yeah. Coming from people, and you, this is going to sound so bizarre to anyone that listens to the podcast, but me and Chris, we happened to be in Paris um, uh, two months? No, a month. A month before it burnt down. I don't think it was that quick. Was it not? No. I was think it a it... month or two, three months? Uh, when it burnt down, I was sat three. in the pub with Chris. Yeah. 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 But we we were so, at... I reckon about three months at least. Three months, right? No idea where I was. So we... We went to FanFest. Uh, obviously, anyone that knows FanFest is, you know, Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy 14. Right? Yes. Uh, we went to FanFest in Paris that year. We went and saw Notre Dame. And we looked at everything. And I've still got the photos on my phone of how Notre Dame looked. Yep. I've got hundreds, hundreds of photos. I took pictures of everything. At first, when it was burning, while it was burning, they were online saying can people please send in all the fucking because millions of photos we need the photos i didn't even realize and they were like we're gonna have to put them together and it was at that moment that ubisoft were like we have the entire scan like a 3d model of it two size that you can have fuck i didn't i didn't realize they were asking for photos they were looking for they were looking for as much as they could get to recreate holy shit because i've i've got literally almost every single piece because i remember going around notre dame well, we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't go up there. But then the, but the problem is the time. The time it would have taken them to piece. They would have. Had, they would have had to recreate oh. through other people's phones. Well, they would have had to have they, put everything together on a huge template. They would have. They would have used it. an algorithm for it, right? Something yeah. to help do it. But the fact that Ubisoft were like, we did. We did what you're asking did for. We've done. You know. Yeah. And we still got it. So here you go. Yeah. 
Which is lucky. Fair play to them. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at, least, at least they don't delete games like they used to when they were oh, finished with them. You can have it, but it's DLC. <laughs> <laughs> the recreation of Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> Get resources for, for Unity to fucking rebuild Notre Dame. I, I remember sitting in the bar. or it, Well, no, it wouldn't have been the bar. Well, it it been, the no, pub. so how long ago was it? About three years ago? Oh, oh, it was last year, man. Wait, oh no, yeah. it was. It was last year. Yeah, was it, last, was it actually last yeah. year? I thought it was longer yeah. than that. No, no, no. Because we went to what? FanFest 2018. 2018. Uh, huh? 19. Oh no, it was. It was yeah, last no, year. Right. It was last year. Chris had finished work and had messaged me and said, "Do you want to go for a pint?" We went for a pint, and as we were in the bar, the news was on, and it came on that it was on fire, and we were like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah. April 15th, uh, 2019 is when it burned down. I showed how long this year's been. Two months. Two months. That's two yeah. months after we were there. Yeah, Jeez. fucking hell. It's your and fault. It's your fault, though. It is my... Well, I shouldn't have put that lighter there on a timer. He took his vape. It's not his fault. He took his vape. I took my vape and left it on a timer, and then, you it know, blew obviously... Up. It blew but, up. It burned <laughs> itself out. But, yeah, like, obviously, we've... we've I don't think we could actually talk about Toshima without talking about Assassin's Creed because it was a high oh, influence. Exactly. Oh, yeah. On, stealth, on the, the, game. Stealth, the stealth premise of it. But I think... Assassin's Creed's even, combat's never been that fluid. Even if it is not our, our personal game of the year, as with Scott, it probably is. It is, no, it's my right? number one. It is definitely one we can all agree deserves, from a podcast standpoint, our official stamp of game of the year. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Without Absolutely. question. Without question. Which is where we bring to our own personal game of the year. So Scott, unfortunately, hasn't really got one because we just talked about. Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how we could do this. So I literally did a top five. <laughs> so. Well, if you got a top five, what was your number two? My number two was Persona Five Royal. Okay, that's, that's my number one. So we'll talk about that first because all three of us have played. It. I, don't I haven't TNS. played Royal, but I played Persona Five. So same thing, five. just a bit, a bit extras. I went back and forth. It's actually. easier. I went back and forth over this being my top game. But when it came to like the amount of hours I put in it, and I never walked away from it going, fuck that game, fuck this, I'm pissed off. Like, not once did I have that kind of moment in the game. That when it came to even spending time in the game, I never felt like I was wasting time. I never no. felt like I... Like, and there's a lot of time you need to put into this. Oh, yeah. 135 hours I put in like, in the end. Yeah, that I cannot say at the end of this year, a game gripped me the way that did at all the game even Toshima which was a fantastic game Persona 5 had a thing about it there's something about it an it factor which you'll know from wrestling they say just the guy just has it right yeah. you know this guy just it, has it just something fun to play yeah it just has something extra there hasn't been that good a silent protagonist in a long time when he literally doesn't have to say a single word but you just you're happy to play it because well, I fucking hate them I hate so when I played Dragon Quest Eleven. I was like, "This guy is a fucking brick wall. He's shit. I get nothing from." What's up with that fucking haircut? Yeah, uh, trunks. Fuck. Yeah, and <laughs> the death of the fucking sword on its back. Yeah, trunks without the fucking Super Saiyan abilities. Yeah, well, no, because you do. In the battle, you can do the fucking your pep or whatever it is, and then you ah, and you go Super Saiyan. Yeah, like that game. That game, and a lot of people are going to get angry at that because people love that game. I found boring as fuck. There was nothing more boring than fucking Dragon Quest XI. I made it until um, the big sort of like reveal halfway through. Yeah. And then I was like, I played a little bit after that, tried to reassemble the characters, and after I was just like, do you know what? Fuck this fuck game. This. Oh, fuck no. this. Yeah. Fuck this game. Another I was, game that's just as boring. It was a struggle for me to actually get through because I just did not enjoy it. Even getting to that point, I was. This is boring. I, the and only character not- I actually liked was the thief. Yeah. 
He's the only guy I like. The, the, the first like companion you get. The first guy you he's meet. He's the uh, only one I really liked as a character. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Eric? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, Eric yeah. with a K. Lady the lady way. <laughs> yeah, the lady way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, he's you know, the only one I liked I out of that. I didn't mind the... Um... Oh, fuck. The guy who uses the whip. The little gay fella. Yeah. His character—that's the one. His character was just funny. The flam, the flamboyant like circus performer. Yeah, oh, yeah. His character was just funny. I liked him. Eh, I it just d- felt vanilla, right? That is a gang to me. Yeah, that played it safe, and people—they didn't play it safe because when you think you've completed the game, they fucking one eighty on you, and I'm like, oh no, every Dragon Quest has fucking done that. Have you never played Final Fantasy VI? That's what I instantly went. Six does this and Have better. you played Bravely Default? Six does default. this and better. You know, Bravely Default You've got to beat it four fucking times. And better. Oh my God, really? Near Automata does it too. How many endings have to go back got? and do stuff? Twelve? I'm like, this is not... And, and not saying a game needs to be edgy. And a big part of the episode we did with Derek was he could play it with his son. That's fine. Right? It's and a fa- under- it's a family friendly game. Yeah, it's family friendly. I don't want to play your family friendly bullshit. I'm sorry. And if you're a Dragon Quest fan and you're listening to this and you're like, well, fuck you. Listen, I understand that you like the soft content in it, but when I compare Dragon Quest to Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy is better in my eyes because it does allow itself to be a little well, bit Dragon more Quest. Adult. Dragon Quest is Final Fantasy for kids. Just don't play yeah. the new Star Ocean. That shit. Is it shit? I've never, the, I've never the, played any of them. I've got them all, Faith but the latest one was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's it? so boring. Yeah. Oh, well, literally, that's what's wrong with it. It's However, just boring to play. However, that's not the latest one, because the latest one is the remake of the original Star Ocean, which everyone should be playing. Uh, fair enough. It's on you, Switch. You can pick up on everything for about a tenner. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, on everything. Okay. And it's the old 2D fucking graphics just redone. Oh, so is, is it like um, Octopath Traveler sort of stuff? Yeah, more like Octopath. Like, okay, it's I, can, really, I can get really behind that. Game. Octopath's, Octopath's a fantastic game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a game I need to finish, but it's such a grind. But yeah, like for me, my game in a year, going through all the games I played, even stuff like Tony Hawk's, which I think deserves a mention, probably sports game in a year, in all honesty. That's fair. I smashed it in two weeks, though, and done everything in it. There was nothing more for me to unlock in the game, so... There was probably still stuff that I didn't do yeah. in level. But there was nothing... The game wasn't now going to offer me any more. trying to think last game I fucking platinum was years ago. I have literally... Out of my top five games, I have platted three of the five. And the only reason I haven't platted one of them is because I'm still playing it. I'm not I'm not a trophy hunter at all. I never used to be. But the only two, the only two games I've platinumed are Odyssey and the first Spider-Man. I went out of my way to platinum... Well, um, 100% Mirror's Edge. You've got to understand, I played the first two Persona games. Okay. Originally. What, the original one? Yeah, and I had to play them on my chipped PlayStation because they never came out yes. in yeah. in Europe. I was going to say, that's why I was so surprised when you said the original. They came out on the PSP, but they never came out in Europe originally. No. And right. I, I had them, the American, the NTSC versions, because the shop that I'd go and buy games from, the little independent, would get stuff like that in, and he would also do chipping. So right. if you pay 30 quid, it'll chip your PlayStation. Often or not, you would just hand him your PlayStation. He would hand you another one. <laughs> oh, okay. Because he'd be like, well, fuck, here's one I've already chipped, and yeah. I can sell this one. Yeah. So he would do that. And that's Shiv's how I played, played all those. of them. That makes sense, I suppose. Shiv's played all of them, hasn't she? She's the, one, she's the one that told me about Persona 5. Yeah. In the bar. She, did, she was like, oh yeah, Persona 5's coming out soon. I was like, 
How's Persona? Well, last time I saw Chris, we had a little chat about Persona. She's a massive Persona fan. Well, I, was, yeah. I, I met Chris and it was just you and her, right? Yeah, we had a quick drink and I, I had a little chat with her about it. But I like those. I didn't play Persona 3. And when I saw P- Persona 4, I was like, man, this look, this has gone from like dark, twisted SMT to like shonen anime bullshit. So I avoided 4 because of how it looked. When Persona 5 came out, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy it. And I could not get into it at all. That, I thought mm. the game was shit. I thought I'd been tricked into buying Persona 5. <laughs> I played it for a couple of hours. And I was like, this game is wank. I cannot fucking stand it. When Royale came out, I just finished 7R. Right. Ryan, Night Sky Prince, friend of ours, he was raving about it. And I was like, fuck it. All right, I'll give Royale a chance. Yeah. And I don't think he'd played I think I'd mentioned it to you as well. Maybe, Asking ask yeah. if you'd played it yet. Because I hadn't got to it yet. He mentioned it. He mentioned it. I don't think he played the original five either. Oh, he, so he just skipped over it, yeah. And he kept saying how good it was. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play it. I was gripped. In a way that base Persona 5 didn't grip me. Yeah. That game gripped me. And the music, base music was good, but Persona 5 Royale added extra tracks and extra music to it as well. Well, the game, would, it it felt like when playing it that I'd plugged into somewhere else. I'll tell you one thing though, Royal is a lot easier than the base game. I don't know what it is. Really? Oh, I yeah. I find fives really fucking easy. Dude, when I played five, I struggled with the first couple. Like, just kind of finding my footing on how to play it. Literally, with, I think, I'm not sure it's because I always say, it's like, oh, yeah, you've already played them, so you know the layout. But it has a bad opening, though, right? Because it opens with the palace of the sister, the uh, policewoman's sister. Oh, yeah, but that's only the, the smallest thing. It's like where, it, it's it, where the interview starts. Yeah, it opens yeah. with that starting in the interview. I still, to this day, think that's a shit opening for that game. Yeah. Well, no, because it, it's, it, it, it's no, the tutorial level. Well, yeah, but it, <laughs> but it basically kind of sets you up. So you're like, right, you're, you you're, you're escaping, you get arrested, and then like, right, how did you find yourself here? And that's when you jump, that's back, when you jump back, and then we and do the progression through the palaces. Yeah. But I just found the palace. I'm not sure it's because I'd already done them, but then I found it even the palaces after the ones I, after I got as far as I did. I got up to uh, just before um, Detective Nijima's. Um, palace the casino i got that's where i finished with persona 5 the first the base one mm. was just before that but i literally blitzed through the casino i blitzed through um shido's i blitzed through every single palace even after that so i did you find the palace is just a damn sight easy i was doing them in two i was doing them like in two days if you know what i mean in game time right. i would do halfway up to the point i ran out of um like sp the SP you're using? I literally, until I get really low and I had to run out and then literally I would just do a day of stocking up then go back and I would blitz it to find the treasure in the second day. The other time I was sometimes spending like five or six days in these palaces trying to get through. This game was so much easier. Well, there were a few palaces through Taba's palace that just it's tedious. I'm like, this is boring, it's annoying. And then the fucking... But they crew, went hard. The, the cruise ship as well. I was like, this is boring. Because you're having to double back on yourself all yeah, the time. all the time. It, it didn't feel like you were progressing it. it you were going in circles. That aside, even finding some palaces tedious, the game was fucking awesome. But that's that, that isn't that more of like a, den, a general dungeon crawler? It's like dungeon, you know, kinda, dungeon, kind dungeons aren't. Yeah, well, Mementos is a, is just a dungeon crawler. Yeah, but the map, yeah, but the, those the each level you go into changes every time. You can yeah. go back to that same level three times; it will never be is the same. It's a procedural dungeon like Dark Cloud. Yeah, uh, Mementos is in that game. Right, but for me, 
because I'd skipped three and four of Persona, because I was like, they look childish bullshit, which I thought Persona 5 was too. But when I finished Persona 5 Royale, I was like, fuck, that I'm now playing Persona 3 on emulation. Oh, yeah. Well, there we go. As a result, because nice. I was like, fuck, I'm going to go. Like, which version are you playing? PSP. I know it has less searching in it, but, but I know it's a more fluid, easy, fluid game. You can control game. your characters as well in battle, which is the best thing. Yes, yeah. Because your team can fuck things up monumentally in yeah. three. And then with like with <laughs> with Golden, I'm going to get the PC version of Golden because because you can change the characters on that too. I'm waiting for it to come out on the Switch next year. Well, that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fair. What, three or five? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, or, now or obviously now all we've of them. got the I reckon it'll be all of them. Uh, announcement of the new Persona? Strikers, which was Strikers. which I was really cool. Shit out of that. Which was really cool. Scramble, yeah. which is pretty much Dynasty Warriors Persona. Yeah. Right. But I like Dynasty Warriors. That sounds good. Same. I, like, I know I'm completely down with it. I will be getting it. However, February twenty third can't be worse than nine. However, it only nothing. Nothing can be fucking worse than Dynasty Warriors nine. It only follows base Persona five. that's what story. That's what I. Yes. However, there would be no way for them to make a... Because Persona is in the same universe, all Persona. Yeah, but, yes. yeah, but Even though they don't cross over and they're years apart. I'm wondering it, if that's why they're calling it Strikers instead of Scrabbles, who are actually going to introduce... Um, Other characters. Uh, what's her fame? Kas, uh, Kasumi. Kasumi. No, she's not in it. No, she's not. No, she's not so far. What we've seen of like the trailer, I don't think she's not in it. But, but... Well, no, because it's not following the story where she exists in. The problem mm. with... Persona 5 Rao's extended story it is, doesn't exist in the law it has a strange happy ending where time and history has changed and now a new reality has been created where you are everyone gets what they want because you're under the illusion of a palace yeah but, it get, yeah but it gets rendered at the end so it gets fixed at the end yeah well he fixes it to make it good right hmm so what, what, what we're saying is we're going to get Persona 5 Strikers but Perfe- and then we're going to get Persona 5 Strikers Royal. But, but, <laughs> what I'm saying is... Oh, and then the dance game. And then, and then Persona Royal Strikers Persona by, 6, by Sunlight or whatever. Persona, Persona 6 cannot exist in a world that's been fixed. True. Yeah, true. No, of course it can. Wait, no. Can it not? Is no, it, is no, it, no, it no, someone no. else interfering with it? Possibly, but oh, yeah. then... Yeah, thing. but what the, power the would be involved that can do that? Are they right? actually? They're actually can. Oh, right, so there was a, a dungeon crawling game on the DS called Persona Q. Yeah, I've heard oh, of yeah. I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah, of that. Yeah, I've heard about Very that. fun game. I have that on my, my emulation. But it, yeah. co- it combines Persona 3 and 4, their characters into you can one use the same, Yeah, you can use those characters. And you can mix and match the parties to how you want to play them. Yeah. In PQ2, it's 3, 4, and 5. And you oh, can wow. mix and match how you want them really? to. Really? That game isn't canon. Neither is PQ2. The fucking dancing games are. Dancing games are canon because they take you out of your world for this dance challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? <sighs> I played them too. You know what? I love Persona 5 Royale so much it's fun. that I bought the free pack of fucking three, Persona four five. 3, 4, and 5 yeah. on the PlayStation I mean, to play them. Jesus. And I played them and I fucking... These are dance rhythm games that I wouldn't normally play. But do you know why I enjoyed them? Because the music is so fucking good. Yeah. I've got, I've yeah. got to be honest, it's a similar feeling for me, and I feel like maybe I like Persona. Is it just the music from the games? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. And then remixes yeah. for oh, okay. them as well. Yeah, yeah. But I watched a anime series maybe a year ago, or a year and a bit ago. Uh, TikTok? Called... No, 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 no. I was going to say Death Parade. I was going to say Get On With It. Oh. <laughs> 
That's... Death Parade. Yeah, Death Parade. Have you ever watched Death Parade? I've never Is heard that of the it. one where they die and then they have like to well, the... choose a game or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and you're that. stuck in purgatory and it's a good, it's a good anime. Yeah, but it feels very personary, and it's especially similar, the similar. art style as well. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry that was, that was a bit of a tangent. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you for the TikTok comment. Um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No. No. It's weird you mentioned that. I was watching. I started watching something called. Alice in Borderland. Oh, oh on Netflix, wasn't on it? On Netflix. As Fucking... soon as I started watching it, I was like, this is Persona. Yes. This is like, they go to another world, and then in the other world, it turns into sort of Gantz. I don't know if you've seen the anime Gantz. Chris probably has, no, right? No. Long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. So Gantz is like, you have to play this game where you could die in it, uh-huh. you know, and if you die, you die permanently. Right. But if you manage to survive the time limit, you're reanimated as, as like you could lose a limb and be on the floor bleeding out but if you complete your mission mm. you're back to normal you go back to normal it mixes oh, elements shit. it mixes elements of Gantz that with very very persona vibes when you start on Netflix it's dubbed turn that shit off yeah, yeah. I know I always it's stuff like that I always watch it's yeah, original yeah. It's turn original that shit audio. off it's always got to be it the gives original. it it yeah. gives it to you dubbed first listen Dubbed anime all day, I prefer it, right? And the reason I prefer it is because I don't have to read an anime. I really like to just kick back and enjoy an anime. Yeah, yeah. A movie, the lip sync throws me off. It's too much. I can't can't get into it. Yeah. So, yeah, so shout out to that. I watched it the other day. I even put a tweet out saying this this Persona movie uh, series on Netflix is doing good. And a few people replied going, oh, it's actually fucking excellent. And one guy said, it made me sad. I've not finished it. They're like, some, some little weeb was crying at the end of it. So... One quick thing, actually. Have you ever heard of a game called Danganronpa? No, but I know the yeah, anime. Boy. I feel I like anime. you would really like Danganronpa. It's got kind of a personary thing I've seen, to I've it. I've seen a bit of the anime of it. Yeah? There's an anime of it, yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's meant to be like kind of a game showy you, thing. Chris, you definitely would have watched that, right? Yeah. Oh, Danganronpa? Oh, he knows. Yep. He knows about Danganronpa. He'd, he'd be the expert on it. Give maybe give Danganronpa. Is that on PS4? Uh, it's on PS4 and Switch. It is, yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. To be honest, yeah, I started watching um, Persona Four, the anime. Just, just because I, because I can't find the game on anything else apart from PSP or an emulator. So yeah, yeah. So I watched the series as well. Unless you got Steam, but then you got to have gaming PC for that, and I don't have that. Well, you could probably. Do I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think my back, so my MacBook Persona, Air could handle it. Golden's not really that intensive. No, it's a P, it's a PSP game. Yeah. So that, so I've gushed over. P5R. Scott agrees it was his second favourite game of the year. My third one's a nice one, but I won't get into that. So we got Chris's game of the year next. Here we go. Might have been Nio 2. Ooh. That came out at the beginning of the year, right? That Quite came a long time. Very, yeah, very Just before Doom was Eternal. Eternal. Was it March, was that? Right, a week or two before Doom Eternal. I only played the original when it became free on the PlayStation. They like oh, gave they, it they, away. They, yeah, Probably when that Plus. got released, I think it might have been. I thought it was Just a good before. game. Just before. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it about that? What makes that your game of the year? The combat. On the similar line of Ghost of Tsushima, where combat can just flow so fucking well if you know what you're doing. And you can tailor what weapons you use to your playstyle, and every weapon adds an element to your stats. And you you were obviously a fan of the first one, so this was something you were looking forward to. Which yeah. I think when people think of game of the year and stuff like that... I if you're a fan, felt mild under the radar. The first one was so far under the radar, it's actually criminal. Well, when I got it for free, I was like, "This game is fucking awesome!" Like, I was actually shocked by how good it was. Strict learning curve, though. It punishes. It punishes you fucking hard if you but fuck up. If you've played a Souls game before, yeah, that you was... don't. 
I didn't I didn't feel like it was so harsh because I'd done games similar in the past. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what else about it other than the, the combat, Chris, was it that you loved in that? It is the design of the levels and some of the enemies you fight are fucking fantastic. Very similar to Sekiro, actually. It's weird, right? I really, really like Sekiro. I'd like to the point that I've completed the game numerous times in the in double digits at this point. Wow, I've only repeated it once. I fucking I'm love fucking Sekiro. I've game. gotten every single dog ending. Shit. I've gotten every single collectible. I've everything. never played a Soul. Have you platted it? Once. Yeah, yeah. I've so you pl- got the plat. Sekiro. Fair. Yeah. I have not gotten the plat on fucking Naya too because a lot of it is multiplayer as well. Ah, uh, fuck multiplayer. So. I thought, because Chris was so hype into Nio, I'd try Nio. So I did. Except I, I didn't like Nio. Uh, <laughs> why not? I don't know why. I don't know what it is. There's something... Realistically, I should really enjoy Nio. Yeah. On the basis that you like Sekiro, you like Souls games. I like challenging gameplay... I like kind of the mythology as well that goes with Japanese games. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I picked up Nio. I played it for about four hours. She barely got into it. Put it, it down. No, 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 exactly. I put it down and then I thought, no, I'm going to push through. Uh-huh. Did another eight hours. So what? We're looking at like 14 hour, 16 hour time sink so at this point. So which level were you at to that point? Uh, I had beaten the dogs be- and then I'd gone further than the dogs. Dogs? Yeah, the lightning dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, Raiko. Yeah, yeah Raiko. Yeah, yeah. Got past Raiko. Yeah, fuck that boss. Yeah, real yeah, cool. Fuck that guy. I don't know how many attempts I put into that. Um, Not as many as I should have. And Not then I started the making my way through the mm. next dungeon towards the... What was after that? Was it the? Was it? Was it at the? Was it the fan girl? No, it's not the. Fan no, girl. no. I think. No. I think that was the heart. The the broken up harbor, and you got to fight the fucking flan. Yes, that thing is actually really fucking hard. It's a twat of a fucking boss. If you don't build yourself to be a tank, that fight is hard. Right. Or you're just fucking really quick on your reflexes with fucking some of its moves. Regardless, I think the thing that brought it down for me is the story. Because with Nio, you go through it, you know it's challenging, and the challenge and the commitment you need to put into the combat is what keeps you going. That determination of, I'm going to beat this shit, right? Especially when I'm playing through Sekiro. Uh, I'll explain in a second. What was that? Neo, for me, Neo is literally the one of my favorite games I've never beaten. I should love this game. Yeah, but sometimes you, sometimes you get a game that you think, I should fucking love this game. I've had it with bands in the past, like, and I know it's not generally the same sort of thing, but I've had, like, for years, for example, for years, I didn't like Lamb of God, and being that they are literally the fucking pioneers of fucking metal, yeah. it wasn't until I saw them live did I really appreciate it, and now I fucking love them, yeah. but it's yeah. the same, sometimes you just think, I should absolutely well, love this game, why do I not love this game? You, like, I'm a huge Typo Negative fan, and there are bands that sound like Typo Negative, that when I listen to it, I go, I can't, I no, don't like it. No, yeah. the thing is, this came out before Sekiro, so in yeah. theory, I should have played through Nio and gone, I fucking love Sekiro. But I played Nio first, then went, and nah, then went that. and played Sekiro, and I was like, I fucking love Sekiro. Right. But why say, do I not like Nio? If you get a chance, play Nio two because the story uh, is a lot better. than And it's Nio a prequel. 1. You don't actually have to play the first one. Yeah. Oh, it's a prequel. Uh, is it not? I, I got told it was a prequel. I haven't played it, but I got told it was a prequel. Spoilers. Is it not? 
I got told it was set before the first one. It's not some fucking Final Fantasy VII time jammies bullshit. Because if it is, the game sucks. Sorry, Chris. It isn't a prequel. It's set very close to the events of Nio 1. Before? Or the events before or events after? So like a Resident after. Evil 3, Resident oh, Evil okay. 2 scenario. Kind of. Anyone who cares about spoilers, don't listen for the next minute or so. Go on, then. Um, one of the boss fights you fight in Nioh 2 is um, William from the first game. How dare you! How dare oh, I've you, heard Chris? that! Yes, I fucking heard it's, that! It's part of the story, you have to fight him. Yeah. Cancelled! Yes, no, I've heard that. And he's got his main spirit back as well, so it's after, he, after the events of the first oh, game. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Fine, 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 fine. The story in Nioh 2 isn't just, like, hobbled together. It actually makes sense. And the combat's a lot better. Yes. Do you know what, do you know what I honestly think my issue is, right? I played Bloodborne... And fucking love Bloodborne. Mm, it was it, all about aggression. It. it was all about parries. It was all about getting in the face and doing as much damage as physically Whereas possible. Whereas Nioh is the exact opposite. So what you basically what you're saying is you prefer the more aggressive gameplay I of a Bloodborne and Sekiro to a more right. smarter gameplay that you have in a Neo. But then someone like Chris, who is a little quieter than you and enjoys that a little bit more... The more more pa- he's got more patience. The for more it. cerebral game fits his personality okay, type yeah. way, way more. So I guess that makes, makes more fu- sense. It makes way more Whereas sense. Exactly. Games yeah. like Dark Souls absolutely fucking kick my ass. Yeah, these are games that are not built for casuals, but they're also not built for people that don't have a lot of time. But no, I think the thing that keeps me engaged in Souls games because. When it's you, the challenge, right? It's well, got to be. It's not even just the challenge. It's learning the mechanics of the game, right? If you play Dark Souls and then go into Bloodborne, they're two separate games. They oh are. my god. But Combat-wise, you're fucked if you go into a Bloodborne game with the Dark Souls knowledge. However, not when it comes to the difficulty level. Oh no, you okay, you know how tough it's and, gonna be. And this is what I was saying about going into Neo instead of Sekiro. I went into Sekiro knowing what I've seen in Bloodborne, knowing what I've seen in the Souls games, and that adds a level of understanding to playing Sekiro. Oh yeah. Right? When I went into Neo, it is very, very different. And for someone like Chris, like I said, it makes sense to his character that he enjoys those games. And for Neo two to be Neo two wasn't even nominated. In any wasn't considered in anything. Considered, so I'm actually glad we've got criminal because the DLCs were fucking amazing. Was Neo One nominated for anything when it came out? Uh, Wolfenstein Two, one game, one action game of the year, 2017. But why would that win action game as a first-person shooter? Because it's an action Um, game. No, fuck off. Looking at the list, it was the winner was Wolfenstein Two. Then the nominees were Cuphead, Prey, Nio, and Cuphead is a platformer. Yeah, Cuphead's a fucking platformer. Action that, game, cuphead. Have a fu- have a f- whoever is fucking literally nominating these games, those characters, have a fucking oh word with yourself. I, I take it you guys have watched Ooh. my video about the game awards. The game awards are cunts. Yeah. Stop listening to the fucking. <laughs> listen to us. Listen, we might get drunk and chat shit and argue with each other. <laughs> listen to us. No, 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 what I'm saying they is, they give a fuck about us. We're no But ones. we're honest. No, I know. We're, I know, I know, we're I know. honest when it comes to it. That's why we've got Chris saying Neo Two is his game of the year because we're not. We're not trying to suck someone's dick and go, oh, please give us fucking your your Last of Us money. Tian, on the plus side, a decent game, one game, one action game of the year in 2018. Dead Cells. What even was that? Oh, I've never even heard of it. I've never even heard of it. You've never heard of Dead Cells? <laughs> no. That's a, that's a really good oh. roguelike game. It's an amazing roguelike game.
I mean, it was up against Black Ops 4, Mega Man 11, Far Cry 5. For an Forsaken. action game. See, Far Cry 5 was Far good. Cry. Black Ops 4 was a shooter. Far Cry, Fi- Far Cry 5 was an RPG, technically. But it's yeah, still a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> what was your game in the year? You bumba clad. No, actually, it's tough. It's a hard decision. The game you've mentioned the most this year is, Hades. is fucking Hades. And I've mentioned it since fucking, what, December? Before yeah, it, Hades before Hades it came out. Good, before it was though. even popular. When it was, when it was beta and all that. Yeah. yeah. Cut back two months. A long time yeah. ago, yeah. Like, way back in January or February. I, I picked it up when I saw Jim Sterling playing it on Twitch. Yes. And I was like, fuck, this game looks fun. And that's maybe two, three months ago. It's quite cartoony, isn't it? Um, But I remember picking up the game, like, January, February, coming into the podcast and going, yo, I've picked up this game. It, it, it's bizarre, but it's amazing. And then you guys were like, oh, I've never heard of it, never heard of it. And now we look at it now, and it's got fucking awards and shit, you know? It has won a few awards. The, the problem with it is, still no one is playing it. In number, yeah. in numbers, but, then, but it's an indie game. See, the That's the is, other thing. This is an indie game. This is a team of about seven people oh, or something yeah, who made it. It's a small game. The guy who does some of the voice work is also the guy who done all the music for the game. Yep. So he's making music and doing voiceovers. Yep. Yep. Like the scenario writer is also doing fucking like character portraits and shit because that's the kind of game that yeah. they, they, they put together. Yeah. yeah but they and appreciate those awards so much more than fucking Naughty Dog. Oh, they the no, fuck they Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog don't deserve shit, honestly. They've made a good game since Jack 2. <laughs> Ooh, I think I, mean, I agree. I think I agree. Yeah, I didn't think the first Last of Us was oh, worth the praise. Jack Two was in fucking incredible. That game. It took me three attempts to finish the first Last of Us. I game. never finished it. I thought it was boring as fuck. Never finished it. I got oh, to the oh. point where Joel gets injured and stopped. Oh man! Do you know the bit when you get into the open area? And it might be the injured bit, and you've got to go and collect shit to help fix him up. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that bit. And then every now and then you get swarmed by little dickhead fucking zombies. I was like, this is boring. I think I got to the bit just before that. I got to literally the college where you just leave his brother on the horse. And I rock up to the college and I literally stopped because literally Last of Us was my in-between game. I was waiting for like, I just finished something. I was waiting for something else to come out and I had like a month. The first time I stopped it was, was near the beginning when you first leave the little camp that you're at and you have to sneak through that, that fucking building. And you have to sneak past or murk the fucking little mushroom head fuckers. And I was like, this is boring. Oh, when you meet the fir- when you meet the screechers. The yeah, the first yeah. meeting. Yeah. And I remember getting to that bit and I kept... Uh. Basically, I tried different things and I'd still fuck up. And I went, fuck this game and I put it down. I went back to it a couple of months later, got past that bit, got to the bit Chris is talking about. I went, fuck this game, I'm not playing it. Then on my third attempt, I picked it up and I watched someone else play it. And just fucking ran through the motions that I saw other people do and finished the game and went, it's a 7 out of 10 at best. The first Last of Us. One point got me before then. Only Joel I liked. That his story, the opening to the game, fantastic. The way the character is portrayed and the hard choices he has to make, fantastic. But it's a 7 out of 10 at best. You know when you're on the old bridge and not the old highway and you've got to get through to the new camp? And there's the two fucking, like, brute-style fucking guys there. It's like, how the fuck do I get past these two without getting murked? It's like, they give you no option. You have to fight them. And if you haven't got enough ammo, you're literally fucked. You could get get bio-shocked and literally go into a new area with not enough ammunition. You're like, right, I can't get past these fucking assholes. That, and when you play as Ellie, why the fuck do you need a shiv when she's got a knife? Oh, I need a knife to open a door. Why don't you use the knife you've got in your fucking pocket? Also, why can't Joel kick down doors? 
No, but I felt like that when I played played Phantom Pain and you'd run out of a a, a brick and a rock or something that's about a foot high and you run into it and stop. I'm like, you're meant to be an elite soldier. You jump over that. Why am I running into it? I only only acknowledge Metal Gear Solid um, from four backwards. Yeah. I don't don't acknowledge Ground Zeroes or Phantom Pain. That's a good idea. Phantom Pain had a fantastic engine. Shit game, though. It was a very pretty game. I played the. Fa- I bought the Phantom Pain when it came out, and had that opening mission where you're literally crawling out the hospital, and then you got the kid, which turned out to be fucking Psycho Mantis, and the guy on fire, which is fucking Volkov from number th- from Snake yeah. Eater, and uh, I was like, I'm fucking in. This is literally Metal Gear Solid. This is awesome. And it's like, right, you're in Afghanistan. Do these missions. Cool. Did the missions. Now what? Now do them again, but more. O- okay. Do those missions. Now do them again. But more, I was like, do you know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Throw the game. I literally, I sold it back to Beardy like a week later. Once I beat the Metal Gear and you fight the Metal Gear and then Liquid turns up and I'm stealing the Metal Gear or whatever the fuck. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this game. I'm, I'm not playing these missions Sorry, anymore. Sorry, Liquid turns up yeah. in Phantom Pain. He does. He's the kid. He's the little yeah, kid. he's the little kid. Yep. He's the little kid. You recruit him. Up. He's the little fucking child soldier dickhead that you yep. recruit. He's yep. Liquid. Doesn't that literally completely fuck with the entire lore yes, of the game? Yeah. Yes, it does. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's a long story. Oh, God, the, the this pro- is what happens when the creator leaves the project early. Metal Gear 4 was meant to be the end of Metal Gear. And that was a perfect ending. Yeah. But, they but Konami it. made him make Metal Gear 5, and if you hear him in interviews and stuff, he's like, I had so much more planned, but I didn't have time to do it. I had ways of making a lot of this stuff make sense. Like, what happens with Quiet after the game? Like, why does she never come up? Well, we all, yeah, we all wanted to ban Quiet. Yeah, let's right? be real. Let's oh, get real. Pull boy. one out for Quiet, giving the lap dance she, and all yeah, that. Oh, boy. She fucking breathes through her skin, boys. That shower scene, boys. He gave us Quiet. This is probably the last time we're getting a sexy video game character because the SJWs don't want us to have one again. Oh, uh, still true. Mortal Kombat. Not unless she's got a cut. No, because they've all got man faces in Mortal Kombat. But they've still got the and Tets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking... Wow, that was good. <laughs> still fucking tickling Tian's left his love eggs in. That's Sorry. the problem. <laughs> no, it's just a comment. I think I oh made. I don't think you guys heard it. I don't think you guys heard it. Oh god! But it's like it's, it was like some long lines. You said it's like um, such a group doesn't want you to see a shower scene. And I was like, unless she's got a cock, and you guys didn't hear it, but he fucking didn't. He <laughs> if fucking she's got a cock, that. they let you see it. Oh, it's me. What's her name, Abby? <laughs> I've not seen. I've not. I've not seen a, a, a shower scene that erotic since Schindler's List. What about don't Schindler's? look it up. What about Schindler's Fist? Shinless fist. Shinless fist. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Yeah, sorry, dear. No, 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 no. I absorbed it purely because I didn't want to speak out on Last of Us, especially with the backlash of uh, Ah, Last fuck of the backlash. Fuck them. However, they don't listen to us. If you don't oh, like no, 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 it. No, fuck no, it. Turn no, it the off. backlash, as in what you guys were saying about the Last of Us okay. one. Um, obviously. It's a general opinion of a podcast. Oh, no, of course, not, of every, not everybody's going to go, oh my God, this game is no, no, so no, amazing. Our listeners know by now what to expect yeah, yeah, yeah. from us. No, no, no. I just didn't want to comment in order to, you know. Derail. Okay. But yeah. I've got to say, for me, Last of Us, fucking, I loved the shit out of that game. I played the so one, much yeah. of it. Yeah, the first one. The first one, obviously. That's fair. You know, I was going to mention Valhalla, but I've realized, actually, I've had more fun playing Hades than I have with Valhalla. I want to give Hades a try. It's not really my sort of game, but I want to well, fucking give it a try. The thing I think of, and Chris, you remember when I used to turn up at the bar and I used to play The Binding of Isaac. Mm? I fucking played that game a lot. I 100%ed that game. 
And The Binding of Isaac's a hard game. When I think of my memories uh, of playing The Binding of Isaac, and like I said, I platinum that game. That That's a hard fucking game. It's a bullet hell. It's a bullet hell game that is ridiculously tough. Um, but when I remember platinum, platinuming that game, and then I look at Hades, it's pretty much the same game when you boil it down. It's got a lot more depth, okay? You've got a lot more story. You've got a lot more character development. I watched someone yesterday, actually, do complete Hades in 22 minutes speed run on a fresh run. Yes. Without completing any... And I was like, this guy is so fucking good mm-hmm. at this game oh, that, yes. that they've managed to complete it. A game that took Whoa. me about four hours to finish. See... When you get into one room, there's like two choices of which way to go, and you might encounter different bosses. And each and choice progresses yeah. how the game progresses. But this guy had like nailed a build of what weapons and what moves and what power ups his character needs. Oh yeah, to go yeah. a certain path. Oh wow! When I first played it in January, there was no ending. They ha- it hadn't been completed. So what would happen is you would get to the end and nothing happens. You just keep doing it, and you increase your heat level, which is essentially end game. Okay. Where you gain more resources, the challenge is harder. A bit like light level in Destiny. I suppose, yeah. yeah. So when introduce light rather than leveling up. Right. Yeah. So it, it kind of increases the challenge, but you get a bit more reward from it. Um, now that I've picked it back up on my Switch and I've played through the current patch, it actually delves more into finding Persephone. Zagreus finds out that his dad's been lying to him, a.k.a. Hades. Yeah, yeah, Hades. And Nyx, who is the goddess of darkness. So what had happened is he realizes that Hades is lying to him. You go through the story and you do a couple runs and you die a couple times. And eventually you find out that Hades never told him about his mother, Persephone. And in Greek mythology, Persephone is on the border between hell and earth. However, in Hades, she makes her way to Earth purely to be hidden away from everyone else. She's like the god's secret. She ran away, but Hades knew about it, and he's protecting her from the Olympians. Well, yeah, because in actual Greek mythology, um, Hades took Persephone into the underworld, and she grew to love him. Yes. And so she, she, was happy, she, was, she was happy to be there. However, in the story here, she loves Hades... She then gets... Uh, I don't want to spoil we it. Can't, yeah, we can't spoil anyone. it, but yeah. Something happens between Hades and Zagreus that you find out about, which is why Zagreus can never find out. Right. And there's something that happens between Hades and Persephone that no one knows about and no one can ever know about until eventually you find out what happened and you realize why Hades is protecting you from your mother and your mother from you. So on and so forth. So basically the idea is that the game progresses. Like every time you start a new game, technically you've been, you meet Persephone, you start the game again. It's literally well, like another like another. It's like, run say for example, game. if you were to meet someone in a bar for the first time, you wouldn't tell them everything. When I used to play in December, February, oh sorry, not December, uh, January, February, uh, what would happen is you'd fight the final boss. Right. It would take you to a portal that showed you the real world, a.k.a. Earth. Um, and then it would go, oh, you've been hit by a moving chariot, you died anyway. Or, <laughs> God damn these general human trials. You've been hit by a random arrow or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you are died. not equipped to be in this don't, world. Type. Don't you just hate you it when you get hit with a stray arrow? But it did have rewards. It did have incentive for you to do that every time. 
Um, now, there's obviously more story elements. You've got all the character designs as well. When I first played, Nyx didn't have a character design. It was generic. It was like just a robed, no detailed character. But now, you've got new gods like uh, Demetus, obviously the god of Festus. Yeah, uh, so god of Seasons, sorry. And, and then, obviously, some gods you will fight against. Some gods you would just speak to. Like yeah. they, yes. um, And I don't know if I will go back to it because... As if, much if as you I played enjoyed it, if you it, played it twice, it's like, yeah. it, how long is the game, do you reckon? Uh, a couple of hours, uh, really. Ten? Once you know it, once you've done your first playthrough. Oh, they throw spanners, though. They do, but... I mean, they add elements to bosses that you normally fight, and okay. they change it a lot. On average, then, what would you say the average runtime of this game is? If you were Five to or complete... six hours, Tian. Oh, on. really? That's yeah. sure. Realistically, if you were to complete the game and get to the final boss for the first time, you're probably looking at four or five So you hours. could complete it in a night? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, if you wanted to do... Okay, you could complete the main boss run in, a in night. four or five hours. If you got used to it and it was your But first if time. you were like a if guy who wanted, wanted to find everything... If you wanted to learn the actual story, so you're like, probably looking at like... 30? 30, 30, oh, wow, that's a yeah. big jump. Right? I expected 10. And no, if you want to do everything and you want to... Yeah. So if you want to explore all the avenues to the end and then do all the extra content... Yeah, 30, 40 hours. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a fucking good haul. But then each month, you end up with an extra couple of hours, month. right? To yep. throw in there. So, they just make, they're, so basically, basically, they're just making the game bigger. Is it, is it free to download yeah. original? Or how much? No, no, no. no, no, no. You have to, it's 20 quid for the game. That's fuck all. That's fuck 20 all. 20 pound on the Switch. And I bought this recently, 22 pound. It looks, fuck, it fuck looks lovely on the Switch I as might well. fucking get it tomorrow. A lot of people complain about Switch graphics, but because it's more cartoony oh, graphics. Yeah. That well, suits the it Switch. Brilliant. That brilliant. suits the, the Switch down of, to the ground. The style of game that. suits the handheld as well. Yeah. Yes. And not yeah, that, by what I've seen, it looks like it looks like something you could play literally on like, like the old Game Boy Advance. Yeah. In yeah. Ways. Well, it's made by the same people that made Bastion. Bastion is a game that everyone should check out. It was a PS3, Xbox 360 era game yep is hades like a is it like a souls game where there's no set difficulty it is literally it is what is yes. handed to you yes so it, well, I, uh okay it's difficult to explain so the game has one difficulty yep when you first play okay oh but so it increases as you complete well no well when you get past the boss for the first time yeah you can then choose to increase your heat level which makes it harder which Add certain perks to certain enemies. Okay. So, for example, you can choose... Uh, heat level is optional. So, for example, you can choose to... The Being that he's a god, does he have godly powers? Yes, he does. Oh, boy, he does. Which yes. god do you get boons from? Is it Zeus? Oh, you get lots. Uh, you've got... You've got um, Zeus... Uh, Poseidon? Poseidon, yes. Um, uh, Aphrodite. Yeah. Or Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Um, Aphrodite. Hera? No, no Hera. Hera is an aspect. Okay. She's technically a hero. Really? Yes. In Z. in the game, the way that they break it down is you've got gods. Oh yeah. If you're into if you're into the history, this game doesn't play well to the history. It, this game is like fan fiction. But <laughs> the way that it works is every single god has a unique interaction with each other god. You just have to map out which perks work to add to that bonus. Yeah. And ah. there's so many crazy things you can do. I, I could talk for hours and hours and hours upon this game. I mean, you guys have seen what I've played at Binding of Isaac, and that, that game doesn't really change. And but for a, small, for a small repetitive game, it's it's incredibly fun. For there's an indie, for so an indie game. many ways yeah. of playing. And I know it was, it was nominated for a bunch of awards. And I, I think it may have won one. 
It did. It won numerous. One best indie game. Uh, best indie game. Best indie game, yeah. and there was another one. The best indie game is a good win for it because it was up oh, against yeah. Fall Guys, you know, and, and I think Fall and Among Us, I think, was up against. Uh, it yeah, as well. Among Us was against. But Hades, what? Hades, look, Fall Guys, brilliant game, really, a lot of fun, silly little like uh, running around, well, but it's come a party on. game. It didn't do anything that Doritos Crash Course didn't do. Exactly. There's a game I want to bring up. It's my number three. I know we're only doing like number ones, but number three, and it, it technically it came out late last year, but it was nominated for an award this year because it had missed the cut off. Like it, Cyberpunk yeah. missed the cut off, and that is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You're a little ginger fellow. It's all right. Again, I should like Dark Souls games and the Dark the Souls like, but I hate Star Wars. Oh, I love. See, that's okay. I love. Yeah, I love Star Wars. To be fair, to and be I fair, I'm with game. Tian. I fucking hate Star Wars. Now you might go. What? Wait a minute. You always talk. You always talk about Star Wars. You love Star Wars. Yeah, the original fucking trilogy. Well, that's fair. And Knights of the Old Republic one and two, and the old book canon that they deleted. Because Disney are cunts. Jedi Fallen Order is the best game EA have put out in a fucking long time. It's the best Star Wars game EA have made since EA became yeah. the publisher of Star Wars. It's probably the best Star Wars game in a very long fucking time. Since so Battlefront on the PS2. Yeah, or maybe Bounty Hunter. But he does run like he shit himself. Hey, He does run like he shit himself. Granted. But as a story and how the combat and how the game was... Tell me, Actually, I, fuck, uh, I fucking love that game. Listen, I love playing that game. It is a good game, but I think Force Unleashed 1 and 2, oh. I, think, I think are better. No, I agree. No, I completely yeah. agree. But in terms of games of like, the past year, that's good. up there for me. It's up there for me. I fucking love that game. I played um, the shit out listen, of that game. Listen, we've been given so much, like the new Battlefront games were fuck shit. That. Fuck those. Right? And that actually, in comparison to them, for Star Wars games, Star Wars games are mostly shit. So it was, yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, it was an original story. It was an original story. Yeah. They can. They've yeah. got so much potential to play with it. And Has anyone to, and seen to, the Mandalorian finale? Not no. watched oh, no, oh, the finale oh, yet. Oh, Go oh, fuck yourself. Oh, boy. Let's just say. The I want finale, them to. I want them to bring Carcassus into it. Let's just say the the finale of the Mandalorian is a big fuck you to the the prequel. Uh, let me guess. Movies. Okay. It, let me. I there's a little meme that popped up and has has it got Mark Hamill in it? I'm not saying shit. That's not even a yes I'll, or I'll no. be watching it tomorrow. The end of it is like looking at the sequel trilogy and going, you fucked up and we're going to rectify this shit. It's John Favreau, man. The guy loves Star Wars. He knows what he's fucking doing. Yes. I trust him more than I trust anybody else with Star and Wars man, lore. Listen, even though the main fellow who plays Mando is a bit of a cuck, he's from Game of Thrones, and like he's like... Uh, Pedro Pastel, isn't it? However, Gina Carano... And Bill Burr in this series, and they are based as fuck, and I'm Bill up for that. Bill Burr, literally, he, think I didn't really, I found him funny, but I didn't really like him in season one, but that episode he had recently, I fucking loved him, I thought he was so brilliant. I, I find him hilarious as a stand-up, however... I've never watched his comedy stuff, to be honest with you. He's really, really funny, really funny fucking guy. I watched him on SNL, but I don't, I, I'm actually watching him He doesn't him give on. a fuck, he says what's on his mind, even if it, if it offends someone, he's, he's, he doesn't give a fuck. Good. The fact that he's in there, and then Gina Carano's in there, and people are going, she retweeted Donald Trump, remove her from the series. Fucking... And, Brass out of fucking testicles. Oh, she doesn't agree with you. She's still fucking good. She's hot as fuck. Or if you're a bird, get a fucking asshole. Whatever. Listen, I'm not into big women. I'm not into big beefy chicks. However, isn't she MMA? Isn't yes. she ex MMA? Yes. However, so that's why she's beefy. However, she's hot as fuck. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I dig it. I dig right? it. I dig it. Are fuck you, yeah, I, I love Django Fett. 
Yeah, man! I haven't seen any of the Mandalorian, so I have no idea what the fuck you're on about. Oh, well, if you like Django Fett... If you like Django Fett... You need to watch the fucking Mandalorian. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you fucking do. And if you like Boba Fett, you're an idiot for not watching the Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah, I know about that already. But no, there is one game that I would say play, especially for this year, because it's got released on all platforms now. Technically, it came out a year ago. Pillars of Eternity 2. Ooh, Dead what fire. a game. Never even heard got, of it. Never got heard of released it. as really the complete edition on PS4 and Xbox Absolutely. this year. Yeah. For an RPG, if you like shit like Baldur's Gate and that sort of thing, yeah. it is nah, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Well, saying that, all the Baldur's Gate remasters came out this year too. Yeah. And no one's fucking mentioned that. Baldur's Gate 3 is supposed to be really fucking good. Uh, my mate, my, well, my, mate, my mate's in America have been playing it. They said it's proper fucking it's in, D&D. It's, it's in it's alpha still though, right? Alpha. It's in it's alpha. Oh, is it not actually released yet? No, you can buy it, but it's still early access. Oh, my mate Matt's been literally playing that, and he literally sent me some screenshots. Orcs are not evil anymore. Don't misunderstand that. Well, you can be an orc now, eh? So it doesn't matter. Goblins are just misunderstood, and yeah, I can still fuck them. Yeah. I'm still gonna. They're, they're still, I'm still gonna try and dick them. When I've said fuck Activision Blizzard, I don't need to play the games anymore. But what about the new Diablo? Well, yeah, but I'm gonna be playing Baldur's Gate. I don't need to play the new dip. Fuck it. I don't need it. I'm gonna foam at the mouth. I don't need Sam. it. No, Tian. They bend the knee to fucking China. I don't want to hear you it. You want to spend money on a company that bend the knee I to China? I make so much fucking money from Diablo Three. Let's not. Oh, it doesn't matter. Honorable, ma- honorable mention for last year, which me and Chris have both played this year. You think he's still playing it? His judgment. The only reason no one played it was because of the fucking allegations the company had before it got released. Oh, yeah, the guy playing the uh, one of the Yakuza bosses was done. The guy playing the lead character. (gasps) Is it the lead character? Wait! No way! I thought he's one of the the Yakuza bosses, not actually. One of the leads. Yeah. I think I've heard about this guy. Yeah, but here, so he was literally. He was done for drugs? Drugs and sexual harassment. Yeah, so he got strict, so they had to re. Do his entire character in the entire story, which is a very prominent character in the story. But fucking play that game. Holy shit. If you've never played Yakuza, it doesn't matter. It's got right. no connection to the Yakuza franchise. It's just set in the same city. Do you like Yakuza? I played a, a couple. I Do you like LA Noir? Yeah, uh, well, I was going to say Sleeping Dogs. More okay, like. that sort of thing. Okay, yes. you like Sleeping, Sleeping Dogs? What? Play oh my fucking game. god. It's a good mix of fucking kicking the shit okay, out of people Sleeping and Sleeping Dogs work. was more like. Bruce Lee kind of street fight, right? That's what Yakuza is. (laughs) So judgment. It's it's hard because it's made by the Yakuza video game team. Okay. So it's set in the same town. It's set in the exact same town as what Yakuza is mainly set in, right? But not the same universe. But not the same universe. Yeah. Right? Okay. Is it not? Is it no? No, it's it's the same. It's the same universe. Same universe. It's the same universe. It just doesn't. It's just a different. Time. Well, when you when you play Yakuza One, it's like fucking early nineties. Yes, yes. So it's a different, it's a different time period. And when you get to the end of that Yakuza franchise, we're talking like two thousand. I'd say put it, put it this way: it's set yeah. after. Oh. I'd, I'd say I'd say I'd say Judgment is set after Yakuza Six. I want to do one thing. I know it's moving swiftly away. I do want to give a huge honorable mention, personally, on my own behalf, that I would have put. For game of the year. I didn't. I decided to go with Hades. I was going to say Animal Crossing. Now it's going to. Sa- no no no. It's going to sound weird. Listen to me. Obviously you guys have known me over the last couple of months. I've had a real I rough think time. I've longer than that. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, a, but no no no. The last few months. Uh, what I'm saying, a couple of years. I just met you. <laughs> yeah. what, what I'm saying is over the last couple of months. You know what I've been like. I've had issues in my life. Yep. 
That's fine. Uh, in Personal terms of stuff. mental health and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And I started playing Animal Crossing. Fair. And it gave me something to focus on and build on. And now... So, the player count and sales data for Animal Crossing... It's ridiculous. ...is enough that when Game of the Year came out and Animal Crossing wasn't even fucking nominated for Game of the Year, if Animal Crossing had won the Game of the Year, I wouldn't have questioned it. No. It's a good game. I would not have questioned it. Whether it's a good game or not, the impact that had on the COVID year when everyone's locked inside, the amount of people that I know who don't even play games that regularly, who are like, I bought a Switch and I bought Animal Crossing, yep. was this, through the roof. Yeah, this this game was literally made for a fucking pandemic where everybody <laughs> yeah. had to Honestly, stay in. And I can't explain it. It it's a weird feeling because you know I'm I'm a gamer and I like to play these action packed games. But it's games. not a hard game. It's not. But there's plenty to do in it. And for me, having something to focus on during a time where I was left on my own and I felt lonely, 2020 has been shit. You've had a However, shit year. on the last couple of months, it's on the up. I've been it's on, on the up. up. It's I've on been the on up, the up. And so. and this podcast's been a huge thing for us to actually strive through 2020 and get through 2020 because 2020 yeah. has been shit. Now, why this island we live on might not have been shit as everyone else. Um, I understand that a lot of our listeners are having a shit year. We wish you the best in 2021. We hope that you have a good year. We hope this vaccine and all this other shit sorts fucking the world out. And um, we really, really wish you have a fucking good time and all the best and if we don't drop another issue issue episode this year then that's us that's us for the year happy christmas happy fucking Merry new year christmas. or whatever you fucking celebrate whatever. yeah it doesn't we don't we don't discriminate whatever the fuck you like to oh, celebrate baby happy christmas happy christmas happy christmas may the cocks be with you